Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey! Good morning, buddy. Hello. It's hot here. No, it's getting oh, hot here. Oh, man. You a sweatshirt on. You look bundled up. Kind of wonderful in here now. What? Yeah. This robe. What is, wow. What is it? Uh, my energy up shirt on. Oh, okay. All I seen was RGY. I thought I was going to say orgy something. You just never I'm know. Orgy energy up shirt. All right. Energy up for the orgy. Yeah. That's what I always say. I hope you all had a nice weekends. Learns back. Had the uh, the big show go on Thursday. It was so good. Couldn't Playing have gone the better. Celebration Day sound check party. Yeah, it was great. Um, we had about an hour and a half set, and we didn't tell the Celebration Day guys that we were going to do this, but we played Stairway to Heaven because the Celebration Day guys, they did like cuts of different. Led Zeppelin songs. They didn't play full songs. They just played like the interwoven in and out of different. Did they songs. play before or after you guys? Before. Okay. So you didn't. So they didn't play Stairway. No. Oh, okay. And so I was waiting. I was like, if they play it, I'm not going to play it. Well, they never did, and that's fine. And so we, as we got done with our classic rock cover set, uh, the last song we decided to play was Stairway to Heaven. And Jimmy Griffin from the soundboard ran to the stage, and he was like, I want to play, and he like jumped up there and played with us. And Very cool. cool. That's He's where that so picture good. came from. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I didn't see no pictures. Okay. You're not, yeah, I know you need to get on the gram, dude. Yeah. I gram. She had great photos, man. Made oh, me my God. Out. And Keith Brake, who is one of the best concert photographers in town, that dude, he just made me look like a million bucks. And so yeah. I pictures shout out to cool. Keith Brake. Yeah. He's excellent. I don't gram. Nice job. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. My mo- Oh, man, look at this video of my mom. I wish you, if you were on the gram, you would be seeing some stuff. My mom. I, I, some listener took this of my mom dancing, which is kind of creepy, but also the most adorable thing I've ever <laughs> oh, yeah, seen. There she is. She's getting Killing it. down. Jill is down. I saw it. Did Jerry so, go? Awesome. Jerry went to, yeah, that, the men are unfazed behind my mom. Oh, dancing. there's uh, Tim. <laughs> Tim. It's Jerry sitting watching an old football game on his phone. <laughs> and Tim. Not even a current game. He rewatched the Super Bowl during her concert. Tim's got the thousand yard stare. Yeah. 
He's like, how much longer do I have to do? Tim looks like he just got back from World War One. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, we've been together for so long. He has okay. been through the war. I mean, it's just, he's over it. Now, listen, he's monitoring. Making sure that his lady's safe. Yeah, that's he's ready to spring into action. He's, yeah, he's scanning. Yeah. He's scanning. scanning. Right, scanning. <laughs> scanning his yeah, watch. Yeah, you think those Secret Service guys show any emotion at all? No, they he, just stand there. They're on. Yeah, on watch. Is. They yeah. enjoy the job. Right, on patrol. Yeah. Making sure the perimeter is secure. Well, what's funny is people recognized him too. So every, we had a bunch of Riz Show listeners come out and uh, shout out to all those people and. They wanted. There was a man who I'd never met who really was excited, couldn't get enough of Tim, wanted a photo with him. So. Oh, can't get enough of Tim, Tim huh? Enough. Mm-hmm. Tim's <laughs> the best. Tim. Uh, Tim's the best. Well, we got a bunch of Friday. Got a bunch of emails and uh, people were sending me videos because nobody had heard from you. Yeah. And we were like, "How'd it go last night?" Right. We don't know. And we got a ton of stuff, cool videos, and all kinds of praise from listeners. So you must have crushed it, buddy. Thanks. I had a good time. Uh, Moon at the RV show over the weekend, huh? Yeah, great. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we went down and we saw the uh, the RV that we're, we're taking down to Disney World in a couple weeks. And That's man, coming up. What do you got? Fun. What's uh, the size? It is, uh, is it a it's Thor, 30 right? Set, no, it's an Omni. Omni. Omni Super C. up right now. Yo, this thing is pff, yeah. ridiculous. How many beds? Uh, let's say one, two, probably three, actual eight or four, nine. five, six. I think it, yeah, I think it comfortably sleeps eight. Wow. Yeah, nice. How many does it uncomfortably sleep? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, now, will there be top shelf beds? We did a be... tour. We did a tour actually, band and crew. I think there was thirteen <coughs> of us in something that was about half the size of what we're taking, and it was awful. Will it there smelled be so nasty. deucing allowed in the? <laughs> no deucing. No deucing allowed. This is a no deuce zone. It's going yeah, to be Omni, what? Because listen, because these RVs are nice. This RV is so nice. Their rental program at Byerly is ridiculous, and this thing, I think, may be deuceable. Like you can deuce in it. Like they have, as long as they have what do they call a grinder. A grinder, yeah, yeah. But what we have Damn. a family rule: no deucing <laughs> on the bus. Yeah, Damn. Go. Who named that? The grinder. It's a. It's literally a grinder. I get that it's literally a grinder, but can we call <laughs> it's it something the visual. else? <laughs> Why is there a no deuce rule if you can deuce on the bus? I get that you don't want the stink, but like, here's the you, thing. Then you got to p- pull off and stop somewhere and get. There's, there's not a lot of water in it mm. to conserve water. So, you know, like, <laughs> uh, I'm at, uh, I hate to go here. Here we are. Here I don't are. think this makes Let's sense, here we are. Moon, especially with the new technology we have. I get it with like, you know, six or seven gross 20 something yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But with I the, mean, with, you have a nice family with like kids. SV34? Sure, but we're, what is it? Omni what? Uh, I don't know. Um, That's yeah. all right. It's a super C. I'm super on Byerly C. RV. Yeah, I just don't go, understand. Go to Byerly's no rental. Oh, I'm in there. Wow. Dude. A dizzle? Uh, this thing is, here it is right here. Does it look the, like that 90s cup? Yeah, Thor, I'm looking right at it. Right the now. Thor oh, Motor Coach nice. Omni Motorhome Super thing. C. Holy smokes, wow. dude. This thing is so cool. It's got bunk beds over here on the sides. That's sweet. Nice uh, kitchenette. That's the so the kid. Yeah, the kids have already picked where they're, where they're bunking, and uh, we're stoked, man. Got the campsites all cost? done. Uh, uh, it's a house. Yesterday, the one that they had at the yeah, they had a deal on the one that they had at the show, and it was I think in the one eighties. It's a two bedroom, one bath bungalow. Are in the South kids City. excited, or are they like whatever, Dad? Oh no, no, no! They're they're excited, and they, you know they're they're somewhat spoiled. They've seen the world. It's an adventure from from touring and all that kind of That's stuff. Good. So it's hard to impress them. At Disney World, like, made them excited. The whole RV adventure made them twice as excited. So they, right. they, they are pumped. They are super, super. The fact super that they have to ride on the be. roof. 
Yeah. Three times excited. <laughs> my uh, my wife and daughter are going to Disney in uh, May. Mm-hmm. My daughter's cheer team got a bid to go cheer at Disney. Sweet. Yeah. We ain't going. Me and the boy. Hell no. Guys weekend? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right on. We're oh, too no. cool for whimsy. Get some Buffalo Wild Wings? Nah, Me and the boy don't do whimsy. That doesn't seem like it's going to be something for us. <laughs> Dude. What do, you, what do you mean, Disney? Disney? It's for everybody. Literally everyone. Nah. I would do Disney maybe not on a cheer weekend. Mm. What, as if there's going to be like a influx of people? Like other days there's not people down there? I don't know. It just seems like a whole thing. Always. It's, it's, Disney is a whole thing, and I think yeah. that's what you're signing up for. When is given a choice whole thing. whether to go to Disney or not go to Disney, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to choose not to. Have you been? I mean, I'm with you. I've been to Disney when I was nine. I'm, I, don't got I am also with you. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, on a whim, went to Disneyland. I uh, was playing a House of Blues, didn't realize it was that close, and walked the kids down there. Had a freaking blast. And that was Disneyland. Disney World is like 30 times went bigger. Went to Disneyland Disneyland's with the kids. Better. Yeah, what'd you think about that? It's fine. It was going on to an amusement park. That's B plus Disney, yeah. I think. I'm with you as an adult. But if my kids were your kids' age, I would go. We're doing four parks in four days. My daughter's super excited. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think your son would like it. He just won't admit it. Yeah. And yeah. Took like, if you took your boy to the Star Wars thing... He would think that was cool. I'm sure. He's a video. I, a I've sat in the basement and talked to them. Come on. He's a video game kid. Yeah. And he's into all that stuff. I've talked to him. Like, I think he would. I think secretly, if you took him, like, to some of the stuff at Disney, some of the, like, stuff that's for older kids and, like, movie-based and all that stuff, or Universal. I feel like that. I want to go on my terms. What's yeah, why don't you just do it where you don't get your money's <laughs> worth? You go to the Star Wars thing, have fun in the noon to sun, leave early, yeah. and go do something else. You guys could make your own lightsabers. Like yeah, dude. It's two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. per lightsaber, and you guys could get matching ones and then cross I could them over. Go to over Michael's and we get the material to do it ourselves. <laughs> Father and son can cross sabers. Yeah, <laughs> oh, rite of passage. So in some cultures, it's true. Mandalorian. Ah, it's going to be a girls' trip. This is the way. Let them go. Have a good time, ladies. Place the tip me and, of your saber. Uh, me and the boy are gonna hang back. Yeah, I mean, we'll have look, a better dude. time if you're not there. <laughs> the probably. Tip of my saber, son. This is the way. <laughs> look at this. Uh, I'm gonna be on Tatooine. I mean, that's cool. No, dude. you're not. You're gonna be in Orlando. Nope. No, I won't. Do you see that sky? It's clearly Tatooine, <laughs> Tatooine Florida. Wow. Tatooine or Orlando. Look at the line. I can already see the yeah. lines. The lines. Line this is a construction though. photo. There's yeah, no lines. There's already, already people queued up. <laughs> Riz, it's not a big line. There's already like somebody in line to get the place under construction. Yeah, we got it mathed out pretty well. My friend was a stormtrooper and. Oh, that's it was cool. a wild job. It was cool. Yeah, yeah look at this dude. Stormtrooper yeah, and Spider-Man. He had played a few characters. But Did you uh, did you go through... I, I hooked you up with a yes, we did. Disney consultant. And we went through the that exact Disney consultant. Nice. Julie? Yeah, we went through, uh, went through a pro because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah that's the thing now. And we said, tell, tell us what to do. Learn, that's the thing. You can't just go to Disney. Oh, I know. You need to get a consultant. Yeah, my best friend, she took her kids last year and was telling me all about the consulting. So we have a dear friend who lives up the street who is a Disney consultant. Yep, she helped us. She does the whole thing. Yeah, she gets plans, you dinner reservation. Plans the whole thing out for you. Yeah, yep. so that makes you your life easier. We got the dinner, dinner reservation. Everything's, it's all handled. It's all, whoop, here's a nice little package. Here's right. the bow. Go. Enjoy. I'm not ready to have fun. I'm glad you can do it. Now that should be your thesis statement <laughs> for your life. Yo, look at this. Scott Rizzuto, if we ever make a documentary, Scott Rizzuto, I'm not ready to have fun. Not ready to have fun yet. You're having a hard time even looking at the photos. I can tell because you're looks jealous. Awesome. You're I jealous. Agree. 
You want to be there. You want Scott Rizzuto right here okay, wearing I'm, wearing I'm, Mickey ears. Let me be honest. In front of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. When the girl's there doing her cheer thing, that's probably going to be the priority. Not going to all the theme parks. Whatever, man. We're going to the Dominican the next week, the lady and I. So, cool. That's fine. That's good. Have fun. Less lines. You going to the same place? We're, we're going in a couple weeks as well. Dominican? Yeah. No, I don't know where we're going. My buddy's getting married down there. Oh, fancy. Oh, yeah. Hopefully yep. it doesn't destination end. Destination wedding. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't end like the last time you went to a destination <laughs> wedding. Yeah, this is fine. These two people actually like each other. <laughs> um, Everybody else have a good weekend? So, Rafe and Dayton? Yeah. I had great shows in Dayton. I went down there with Greg. We had a couple of sold-out shows. Met There's some Riz folks in Dayton. Long time met them. They were super cool. Uh, Air Force folks that have been, I guess there's a base near Dayton. Mm. Born in St. Louis, but been in the Air Force for 20 years. Nice. And they came out, brought some pals with them. And uh, it was fun shows, man. It was good. Nice. Scott? Heck yeah. Yeah, I played, right. uh, did guitar all weekend over at church. And then sun, or Saturday night, we went out to St. Charles to um, a restaurant. Then we went to the rec hall. Have you guys been there yet? No. What's, a, what's a rec hall? It's, it's just one of those... Basically, you take the backyard games and you put them inside a building, and you play them there, and it costs a little bit of money. But they have it's that seems to be the new <clears throat> the new thing to do. Yeah, like you got that at the Armory, uh, Westport Social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like those. But the nice thing is with this one, since it costs a couple of bucks, uh, less of a line, so you can actually get in there and play the games you want, and mm -hmm. it's really fun. And they have uh, I don't know, it was a good time. Bags, yeah, washers, all yeah, bags, thing. washers. That's a very Westport Social. What's the other place? They uh, have a football bowling. There's the, the Armory. Alley. The Alley and uh, Man. Washington. Yeah. It's either that or pickleball, dude. They got that chicken and pickle place we keep going to, and it's going to sink us because we, we, we just keep going. And, and you didn't explain why you're not allowing the kids to crap inside the RV. Oh, well, uh, so uh, they're not going to need to. A, we're going to be at a campground. We got the full-on campsite. They got everything they need there. Um, if it's an emergency, we'll hot bag it. You're going to have them hot juice bag? in a bag <clears throat> instead of... <laughs> yeah, you hot bag it. You have the technology. <laughs> what good is that going to do? Well, it smells nah, better that way. I just don't way. want it. I don't, know, I don't want it on my... <clears throat> I don't want it. I don't want it in the, in the black water. It doesn't make any sense. You can't... Where are you you're gonna not going to know. Hey, you just let me handle this, man. Do RVs have, like, the tackle boxes like a boat does where you can put the fish? Where you can put the hot <laughs> Like, so put brown trout? Yeah. There's a hot <laughs> trout? Yeah, the hot trout. Yeah, there's a hot bag bay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they top of the line hot bag bay. You just <laughs> twist crap it, in a schnooks bag and forget it. Byerly RV. Now, if it, you crap we, in a schnooks bag and you throw it out the window, yeah, disgusting. We, we even right. had a bus with a grinder on it, and uh, <laughs> and we You're ruining grinder. The, the fact that Bellasino sandwiches are called grinders, <laughs> you're ruining. I know. Right now, dude. That's we, the Scott's favorite yeah. app. We yep. toured on a the bus. We toured, app in the world. we toured on a couple buses with a grinder, and it was for emergency use only. And and I tell you what, man, and a you couple guys did. Here, here's here's one of the reasons that you don't tell people you have a grinder on your bus because other people come there, and if you're to having a party, it. so and so comes there, and now I can't see her any differently. All I think of is the smell she made in our bus. During this one party, when she came on and said, "Hey, I need to use the bathroom." I Taylor Swift's fine. Yeah. What? What she, is the point of having Taylor. a toilet on the bus if you're not going to just uh, blow it up? Blow it up. Because sometimes the smell. Because he's rather his kids it's, crap it's in an outhouse at a uh, outhouse at a at KOA. A <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that you built it into the jingle. <laughs> Buy early RV, hot bagging with your family. <laughs> <laughs>
That's going to be great. Nothing, nothing brings, a, brings the family closer than uh, you reaching your hand to the bathroom going, here, crap in this Deerberg's bag. <laughs> I'll hold it for stop. you. That's not how it works. That's how it worked on tour. Our family doesn't use plastic bags. You crap in this reusable <laughs> Aldi's right. bag. Yeah. We are eco-friendly. It's oh, a little man. worse. It's yeah. eco-friendly. No, these kids, they're all of an age. Where, they're uh, of an age. Where, they're okay. all of an age where that's not going to be. Uh, that's not going to be an issue. It's all, it's, it's, it's going to be. Yeah, good. they're of an age. They're cooking up turd pies in the oven. Mm. Plus, you know what? We're actually kind of planning. We were talking about. Remember, uh, like, is it? Are you a A to B sort of guy, or do you actually plan for the for the snack stops? You know, and like we're planning for the snack stops. Good. We're excited to check out some of the. Some of the truck stops Maybe on stop the way at a down. Bucky's. Heck yeah. Yeah. Stop at a Bucky's on the way. We're, we're planning it all. That's good. Are you going to park halfway? Like, are, you're driving the whole time. Mal's not driving, right? No, I'm driving the whole time. So, are you planning on uh, parking somewhere overnight? Yeah, we got a campsite on the way down. Good. And, and one on the way back. Nice. Go. It's an adventure. Yeah, we're stoked. You'll, you'll yeah. have a good time. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, my boy and I will have an adventure too at the house. Yeah. With the girls away. Right. Yeah, we'll do it different styles. <laughs> I went to Paul Mano's for dinner on uh, Friday night. Oh, I love that. Oh, thanks for the invite. You weren't invited. Uh, yeah, great dinner there. What'd you get? What'd you have? I had a chicken parm. Oh, oh, um, because you heard about the uh, chicken pizza. Yeah, yeah. that really was from KFC. Uh, was in my in my head, I got a chicken parm. Cool. Cheetza. Cheetza. And then uh, yesterday was gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous day. Uh, sure was, man. My, uh, my neighbor was like, hey, you know, we're going to do a little fire pit. You, you guys want to come up for dinner? I said, yeah. I said, I got a couple sirloins already uh, already cooking up over here and making some mashed potatoes. Sirloin. Right on. I'll bring these things up. We'll feast. Mm. We'll feast. It's supposed to be great today, too. 77 as the height. I know. Yesterday was like, it got cool, you know, when the sun went down. Yeah, you know, a little nice. sweatshirt on. Mm-hmm. Had that uh, smokeless... It felt like very, it was very California yesterday. Yes, it they was. got those uh, that smokeless California. fire pit. You ever seen those? Uh, we talked about it, and I was looking into it. I didn't. I don't want to spend any money right now, but uh, yeah, it looks Dude, looks kind of cool. Really it like cool. recirculates yeah. the smoke yeah. or something. And we got one, the metal one, right, mm-hmm. with the little holes on the outside. Yeah. Dude, it's cool. It is cool. If you hate smelling like bonfire, it's for you. Yeah, yeah. This you don't smell like a bonfire. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, and the kids, uh, you know, made. Uh, you know, hot dogs on a stick, you know, while I yeah. finesse these sirloins for four hours. Uh, no, I got one of these sous vide. You know what that is? No. Sous vide. Yeah, S-O-U-V-I-D-E-S. When I make a big piece of meat, I'll do it. Sounds like a like a French uh, cold medicine. So, yeah, I, I forget what, it, what it means, like, in French. It's like a water bath. Oh. Uh, grinder. So, <laughs> like a... Um... <laughs> A, a marinade? No, like you, you like a vacuum seal the steaks. Look at this thing. Oh, like, sous vide. Yeah, S O U S. Basically, uh, it's a slicer dicer food and cooking it in a water bath at a precise temperature. Right. Tenderizing so, it, right? No, no, it, it cooks it no, at the, so to the even. perfect temperature. Uh, okay, so you put it in a bag. So I vacuum seal it. You vacuum seal it and then you put it in boiling water, basically? And it's not boiling water. It's they, I put it to 129, 129 degrees, and this thing makes Ooh. the water. That temperature, mm-hmm. always. So it's a water oven. So yes, uh, so it cooks it perfect. So I put the things in the, in the in the bag, put them in the sous vide for two and a half hours. You take them out and you just sear them. Hey, this is the same thing as a two minutes per side. Same thing as an oven, right? But now you're putting plastic around things. Yo, make you nervous? No. Okay. You know the plastic breaks down, right? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay, I got okay. the nanoparticles in me. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> 
and you, and you sear it for two minutes, it's perfect. Anyway, slice it up nice, put it in a tray, make these really sweet mashed potatoes. Wow, look at that. What do you mean sweet mashed Does it look potatoes? No, I mean like sweet, sweet isn't, no, sweet isn't awesome. Does it look perfect like this? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's. That's why you do that. That's crazy. It's okay. foolproof. Sliced it up nice. For your neighbors. For all of us. Wow. They got three kids. You know, we got the, our two kids, you know, the, the wife, the husband. Got their nice tray. They come to your house and No, we went up there. Okay. We walked all the stuff up there. One of the kids, I think uh, 10 years old, see him at the uh, the table getting food. Why did he take just a ton of your meat? Take some mashed potatoes. All right, boy, have some steak. Yeah. Put some steak in his plate, and he reaches for the ketchup. I go, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I've I've spent three hours cooking this thing. You're not putting ketchup on kids, this. <laughs> kids five years old, and you go, what, 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 what the heck are you doing? He's 10. He's 10. Hey! I went, ow! Put it down! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. Just let people eat how they want no. to eat. You want to eat your hot dog that you put on a stick? Yes. Fine. You can put ketchup on that. <laughs> I thought you were an anti-ketchup on a hot dog guy, too. You hate I, ketchup. I, no, I like ketchup on fries. Uh, no, you want to put ketchup on your hot dog, that's fine. It's wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> but my steak, in front of me, and his dad runs over. He goes, hey, ho, ho. Yeah, you don't put ketchup on that. Wow. I said, thank you, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> don't embarrass our family. So you, so you don't even need special plastic? You can just put this in a Ziploc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've got one of those vacuum seal, like vacuum sealers. Okay. Do you want to talk about chicken breast? Yeah, yes. that's what the, yeah. I'm watching Dude. a video. About that. I'm watching a video of them doing it now. So you just clip it on the side here. Yeah, because you know what? Chicken it. breast uh, it gets uh, dry. Like you put it in the oven or you put it on a pan, it's dry. Yeah, this way it doesn't lose any of the moisture. Never. There's an easy way to not dry it out, and it's called a thermometer where you just check the internal temperature all the time, and you get to the right one, it's never dry. It's always perfect. Fine. You do it your way. All right. So you take this out, and then you sear it? You could, yeah, if you want. Yeah, look at, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, look at that. I'm telling you, they're pretty cheap, too. Hmm. 50 bucks. Really? Don't yuck my yum. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you know what a bad weekend? Who? I don't know if you uh, saw the story out of the Grove over the weekend. Uh, headline, man shoots a group mistakenly trying to get into his car near the Grove. Severely injuring, too. Now, oh. I saw the story. I thought a moon because he got into a car that he thought was an Uber once. Dude, I got into... And this is the danger of that. Yeah, I walked out of the pageant. I uh, I, I ordered an Uber, and it was like a red Civic. Or, or, uh, it was a red uh, Camry. Red Camry. And it started with a V or whatever the heck it was. And I was like, oh, and literally, I mean, it pulled up in front of me. Red Camry, license plate started with a V. I opened the door. I sat down. The guy goes, the hell are you doing? And I was like, ha, ha, ha. I, I thought he was fooling with me. No, you actually legit got into somebody's car. And, and he yelled at me. And I, was, uh, and I was like, I was like, Jim, <laughs> or, you know, whatever his name was. And he's like, no. And I was like, no, I still thought he was joking with me. And I was like, are, are, are you are you an Uber? And he's like, no, man, get out well, of my you're car. Lucky this didn't wow. happen. Because that's nice. what happened in the Grove. That's terrifying. 25-year-old uh, guy was shot. 22-year-old woman severely injured Sunday morning uh, when a group they were with tried to get into the wrong car near the Grove. The man who fired shots was sitting in his car around 2.50 a.m., the 4,500 block of Swan Avenue, when the group mistakenly 
tried to get into his car, believing it was their own car. Yep. Yeah, it was one of those things that happened so fast, and it was so uh, weird and just kind of out of body that I didn't realize how freaking dangerous and not cool yeah. that was until a few seconds afterwards. Okay, so it's 2.50 in the morning. If you're the guy sitting in the car, now you got a group of people trying to get into your car. Try to see it from both sides here. Mm-hmm. Now a group of people trying to get into your car. He opens fire. The people mistakenly get into the wrong car. Now they're running for cover. It was just a whole... Just bad timing on all parts. Uh, the occupant fired shots out of his car at the group and then drove off, dragging one one, police said. The man in the group suffered gunshot wounds. Um, I don't... Did this guy stop? That's the whole thing. Like, I don't know. Did they catch this guy? Did he take off? That I can't find. And I'm sure that's out there somewhere. Scott, look that up. Okay. I got this from, from Fox 2. Maybe KMOV or KSDK has it. Uh, both victims taken to the hospital where they remain in critical condition, but uh, stable condition on Sunday. Uh, the shooting took place near the intersection of Manchester and South Taylor Avenues. Whoa, I've been there before. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I immediately thought of you getting in the wrong Uber. Yeah. Again, I, I didn't, like, the seriousness of it didn't really hit me until... Minutes afterwards, like, oh my gosh, nice man. I, was, like I was legit yeah. in the backseat. I think I may have strapped in already. Oh my goodness. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that night. I'm trying to find this real quick, but that night I was uh, leaving the grocery store and I switch vehicles every week with Mountaintop there. So I always drive something different. And I was in a white truck. Oh, you did the same Opened a white thing. truck and there's a guy just was in the backseat. He goes, whoa. Yeah. And I yeah. yelled too. And I was like, <clears throat> I'm like oh. All right, wrong view. Well, it sounds like this guy went, whoa, and then just opened fire. Yeah. Yep. I'm scared. Yeah, you and that guy kissed, so it's like, it yeah. can go either way. It yeah, can it can go, go either way. Get over here. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> whoa, he went, whoa, my lucky day. <laughs> I, was, I love Red I was heads. on tour in, in, in Vegas, and I was sleeping in the van once. There wasn't enough room in the hotel room, so I was, I was sleeping in the van, and people tried to break in while I was in the van. Mm. Man, thank goodness they didn't go farther. I had it all locked up. But, man, I was like, oh, God, here we go. And I peeked out, and sure enough, there was like five of them. I thought, well, I'm dead. Yeah, but they were really up to no good. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to get in. They were checking the trailer. They were checking the, the van. Yeah, they were up to no good. I, this is a, just a, an accident, it seems. But I want to know if the guy who opened fire stopped for the police and at least gave a statement. Not that I'm reading. It says um, the man fired shots out of his car and fled from the scene. Well, <clears throat> but there's no more if he stopped down the right. road or... Yeah. Nothing. Well, if that, then he's an a-hole. I mean, don't well, they, they have make and model or... I, mean, I guess I know they got I'm, him because how do they know he's a 35-year-old male? Oh, so they must oh have got the him. shooter? Oh, they must yeah. have got him then. Or description. Approximate. Oh. Approximately 35. Oh, okay. I don't know. He might have said, hey, guys, I'm 35. <laughs> and drove off. 35-year-old white man. Drove off. Uh, you don't one. hop in a 35-year-old, 6-foot-1, 240-pound white man's car for no reason. <laughs> like, why did you describe yourself in such detail? Wearing gray sweatpants. <laughs> what? Get out of here. I'm heading home to 1101 Crestview Avenue. <laughs> okay, man, you're giving us some really detailed information. I think that you should probably just pull over and talk to the cops. They'll never catch me. <laughs> yeah, and, and a bunch of people are like, hey, downtown 3 a.m., not surprised. 
Right. Right. It just it's a sounds like a unfortunate incident. Yes, it's mm. good to know. Yeah. It's good to know this could happen. So it could happen. Aware. And and the reason I bring it up because yeah, I forgot that happened to you too, Scott. Yeah. You try to get into somebody's car. Uh, I want to give credit to an emailer. I think a guy named D sent this to us. Um, I had no idea that we are in such proximity of a haunted place. What? Whoa. Go on. Like, in fact, this haunted place that uh, Rafe and I stayed at. Oh, not too long ago. No, I was going to make a joke about that one. No, this is from a website, Newsbreak. I didn't know this, but rumors of the fifth floor hauntings of the Drury Inn and Suites in Creevecore. Is it real or a marketing ploy? Wow. Fifth floor, huh? Fifth. Where did I stay? Fifth floor. The fifth floor. <gasps> what room? They knew you were friendly. You were go. You're ghost friendly. I you're don't an ally. I which floor, but I was on the fifth floor. Thirteen. Why is it haunted? Did somebody die there? And that's like who's well, haunting I, it? I, I don't know. I read the whole article here. Uh, it says um, curiosity about the paranormal can sometimes lead to rumors and legends. Is that what's going on? The Drury Inn and Suites in Creevecore, Missouri? Someone started a spooky tale about the fifth floor being haunted and it keeps circulating. The Drury Inn and Suites at 11980 Olive Boulevard isn't far from St. Louis. You can read about strange things being reported on the fifth floor. But those things aren't described by way of examples. If apparitions have been, on, have been seen on the fifth floor, uh, in the fifth floor hall by witnesses, why isn't there more discussion about those experiences? Right. The Missouri Haunted Houses website indicates, I didn't know there was a haunted house Yeah, trusted house news source there. Uh, indicates the fifth floor at this venue is especially haunted. It discusses things like footsteps, voices, and an elevator dinging. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I got to point out that... Uh, a lot of that sounds like a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> this is the... Uh... I stayed in Dayton. Apparently, my floor was also haunted this weekend. Did you hear elevator digging? I heard a lot of footsteps, voices, and elevators digging. This Ice is, falling out of a machine. This is the place that Hubbard sends people during, um, you know, snowstorms Snow and all storms, that. Yeah. And I will say between the years of uh, 2018 and 2022... <clears throat> Jeff Burton stayed over there. I uh, quite a bit. He always stayed on the fifth floor. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if Jeff is haunting the Drury Inn across the street. I could see Jeff haunting the Drury Inn. Well, I'm saying, bet- pick you know? I'm saying between yeah, the maybe. years of 2018 when we when we came over to this studio and 2022, we started we stayed over he there. Stayed quite there a, bit. a few times. He wasn't haunting it, but somebody may have gotten the wrong impression. As far as feeling someone yeah. is standing near. Are you saying it's just Jeff being a creepster over there, Jeff or is just Jeff being haunting Jeff. it? <laughs> no. Jeff's having you, a good time. You know him. He's probably w- w- waking up at one going, I need ice, and going down and, and getting ice. Walking all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I may as well just go get some ice. He was always up at weird times. Uh, as far as feeling someone is standing near you when there isn't, sometimes imagination can take you places, your mind, uh, take you places in your mind out of fear. Um, I believe it, guys. <laughs> you do? I do. I'm glad. I do. Uh, in 2021, a reviewer wrote, Hi. Hi. Hey. I'm up. Uh, I am up. The time is 1.38 a.m. Central. I'm here in room 865. Mysterious children were knocking on my door. When I ran out to confront the knocking, nobody was around. Mm. Oh. Wow. Definitely a ghost. Now I can't sleep due to something or someone rubbing on my face. (laughs) (laughs) That's the eighth floor. So I woke up, came to my computer to see if this place had any reporting of hauntings, and this page pops up. (sighs) Hey, I was walking with my daughter yesterday in our neighborhood, and I found out, I didn't know this, that uh, 
somebody was murdered in one of these houses. Oh, no. Was there yellow tape everywhere outside it? No, apparently it happened. In your couple, neighborhood? Yeah, apparently it happened a couple, uh, a couple years ago. My daughter, like my kids knew. Yeah. I mm. think they have to disclose that or something. And they're like, oh, Although yeah. Although they don't. They're, I don't know, but, but she's uh, like. She's we've like, gone over this before. I don't she's like, everybody do. knows that in this they neighborhood. They do if you ask. It's probably like a murder map. Are you asking? I think they have to tell you if you ask. Yeah, but are you going to ask? Has anybody been murdered here? Oh, yeah. That's my first question. Really? Buying a home. No. <clears throat> Has anyone been murdered here? Is this over any sort of ceremonial burial ground? Because <clears throat> if so, I want it. Yeah. yeah. And has a school district. Don't care about that. <laughs> Don't care about that. Yeah, apparently everybody knew, except for me. Huh. I don't know. Crime you... of passion or something weird? Don't know. Oh, you didn't look it up? No. That's the first thing I did. She, she couldn't remember. She's like, yeah, yeah, it happened to... Uh... I mean, you can look up the address and be like, who got murdered at 805 Meadowlark Lane or whatever? I guess you're right. I'll look it up now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. They're saying it's haunted across the street. So next time we stay there. Are we are we due for another snow? This Sounds time? like he was haunted by a <clears throat> girls' volleyball team. Girls' junior high volleyball team. <laughs> the kids were, I mean, I've had kids knock on my door at a hotel. And run away? Actually, dude. That happened that night at the Drury. Really? Do you remember that? I came in and told you that. That there were some kids, like, knocking on my door. You did say that. I mm. just forgot until now. I'm not kidding either. Because I came in and I was like, ah, whatever. Well, and I, I made on. sure there was no kids staying in this hotel. You Especially did? Yeah, I, I, I asked. I go, are there any kids staying in this hotel? Because I will not stay here. <laughs> there are. Yeah. And I said, sure. We can assure you. We, sir, we can assure you there are no kids staying here. I said, oh. give me your finest room. I just feel like. That's par for the course in hotels. That's what we did. We'd find it. Knock door, and run. Knock and run. Yeah, go hide around the corner or whatever. Huh. I, uh. You put in the address? I didn't know the address. I just put in a couple keywords and, uh, sure enough, that house popped Somebody up. Somebody's murdered there? Oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying it popped up in the search. Whoa. Uh, like pretty, like a pretty, famous murder? Pretty immediately. Well, I mean, I think all murders are famous. Well, I mean, there's more, some more notorious than others. Um, let me find it. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll try to find some details. All right, so do you believe in ghosts? Do I want this? Please, I don't, I'm yes. I'm not sure I want this. Yeah. Okay, you believe in ghosts? Uh-huh. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, not in the way that y'all think I do. Like, I, I believe in, uh, the, you know, the biblical principalities and, and heirs. So, yeah, I believe in the supernatural, but not... Not, not like, you know, white I'm, sheet, I am not you know, chain rattling. Yeah, yeah, I do not Is that what that. you believe in? Yeah, Gina Davis all the way, dude. <laughs> Baldwin. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Upstairs in my family's right. house. So there was a new survey taken, uh, and it was, it was a new survey on things people believe in. And unfortunately, didn't pull like a share. Like uh, you know, ask people, do you believe in life after love? Mm. That, that was a missed opportunity. They should have. But spoiler alert: people believe in a lot of things they can't necessarily see. Okay, so do you believe in aliens, Moon? Uh, I be- sure, I believe in the possibility, but no, I don't think they're around here. Yes. Aliens? Yeah, statistically, it's got to be true. Yeah. Yeah, I believe in, a- I mean. God's very creative. I think there are other. I don't know if there's greys. Other beings, you know, <coughs> not of this earth. I don't know if they're here or not, but I do think there are other things. Yeah, yeah. same. Most people say they believe in aliens. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? Moon, yes. And, I mean. I, I, yeah, okay. 
Sure. I mean, I, if you have to classify it as a yes or no, it's I suppose. The spirit I, realm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, Ghosts. I'm the yes. Spirit realm. Ghosts. Spirit world. 100% did. I think I think people reach out from beyond. I don't know if there's like someone in a sheet with holes cut in it scurrying around the fifth floor of the jury and knocking on doors and hee hee and by the ice machine, but I do believe that uh, there's there's other realms that that spirits and folks can reach out from. I do believe that, yeah. So, yeah. yes, ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ah, not that, not the ghosts, but, but I, I do believe ah. in angels and demons. And I don't know. I don't know. I find that less likely, but yeah. Well, that I don't believe in ghosts? No. I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not. I haven't had any... You don't think your dad haunts you a little bit? Like, I think about my dad, and I'm like, oh, he's around, my grandma's. I always feel like they're around me. You never get that? I question that sometimes. It makes me I'd feel like to more think, soothed. I'd like to think, yes, but I, I haven't been shown any, any evidence of it. I yeah. don't know. You don't go to a medium? You know, my no. grandma died when I was 11, and I remember, you know, people were like, ah, she's watching you. And I said, that's not what I want. Okay. <laughs> uh, young boy. Not at sure. 12. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody's had that thought. Uh, oh, I thought, yeah. And, not just boys. And once I thought that, once I went, wait a second, are you going to tell me that all these folks were watching me in here? Um, I'm going to go ahead and put that out of my mind. I don't, I, I refuse. Did you ever watch Pen 15 on Hulu? Yes. <laughs> no. It's, there's a hysterical scene where she's thinking about her dead grandpa and she's like coming of age and she thinks he's watching. It's, it's a What a colossally boring eternity if I'm to think that the people that I love have passed on to a better place or a different place and, and they're going to sit there me. and watch watch no. this? You're, you're wrong. It's reality TV. <laughs> yeah, it's reality. No. It's not that they're here with it. I feel like they can go anywhere. Like my, you know, that's one of the most beautiful things when my dad died. I said, oh, now he's everywhere. So yeah, yeah he could be at the Grand Canyon. He could be hanging with me right now. He could be up in the satellites, you know. That's that's how I. Look I at. hope he is. I hope he is too. He is. I hope my dad's everywhere. I don't know. I think that, I, man, I do think that if you pay attention, you'll see little signs here and there. I think you're not looking for it. I think if you looked for it, you'd find it. I think not all the time, but I have stuff that'll it. remind me. Uh, but I don't try to. Yeah, I don't try to do confirmation bias. I just kind of like, I take it as it comes. And, you know, I, every once in a while I'll see something that I'm like, man, that's a pretty big coincidence for me to just ignore it. I think you pay attention to omens around you and, like, uh, you know, you can have as much magic in your life as you want. Right, I'd be sitting on a park bench and thinking about my dad and a butterfly will come land on my shoulder. Maybe, yeah. Sitting ah. on a park bench. Ah. <laughs> okay. You believe in the devil. The devil? And by the way, 61% of people believe in ghosts. 57 believe, uh, 57 percent believe in in aliens do you believe in the devil yes 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 yeah. I I believe in all of them I believe that anybody that's spiritual Allah is there Jesus the devil it's all real is there a yes. is there a, a it guy all coexists. Yep. is there a devil yep and he looks like John Lovitz in yes <laughs> I like a Harvey Keitel <laughs> devil actually that's my devil or Dave Grohl devil. <laughs> Rafe, the devil. In this in the sense of like pitchfork. Do you believe if I ask you, do you believe in the devil? No. Do you believe in God? We'll mm -hmm. get to that. Oh. Okay. Devil? Yeah. Some people think I'm the devil. Mm. I I'm saying in the <laughs> the sense that we understand the devil, 
as like a goblin. Who well, yeah, tries... like a, a modern depiction. Yeah, no, yes, I don't believe absurd. in that. No, I believe that there's a yin and a yang, and there's a positive and a negative. If that counts, then yes, I believe in the. The devil. question was, do you believe in the devil? I'm gonna say no. Okay. Why do you say no? What's your reasoning? I don't, I just don't think there's a guy down there. I believe in evil. I know there's evil. Yeah, there is evil. What causes evil? Do I think it's the devil? I, I don't think so. All right. 70% of people believe in the devil. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah. yeah. Witnessed a few of them last year. I believe in miracles. Great song. You sexy Where thing. Where are you from? Mm. <laughs> you sexy you thing. You sexy thing, yeah. That's a good riff. Yeah, great song. <laughs> Miracle Scott, yes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, I've seen too many of them to not think they yes. exist. You've seen? Okay, what was the last miracle you saw? Well, the big one, I think, is me getting a career in radio. Yeah. Because I had never had previous experience. <laughs> and laid, it kind of came out of, it was a gift from God, I will say. It was a gift from God, and um, he kind of gave me a heads up it was going to happen, and it did. And I was Look like, Look at you. All yeah. right. Right on. Working with me. God gave you the heads up? Yeah. Tight. Yeah. A radio There's a whole plan. It's pretty wild. <laughs> he was walking down the street in a radio funnel building. What uh, happened to the miracle? fun of it, but no, it was legit. Remember the miracle last year, that lady that was dead in Oh, the one out Missouri? in mid-Missouri? Yeah, where's up with her now? Wait, huh? say that again? What? I don't even remember. Was she like How about the lady that regrew a toe? Or whatever, yeah. Well, we had a miracle toe tree. lady last year. We I remember that. We had a miracle toe lady. Not this time last year, in fact. The miracle toe of Central Missouri. She regrew it. She yeah, but she won't it. show it to anybody. Yeah, she regrew it in her mind. It's a mind miracle. I think miracles are real if you, especially if you scale back what you define as a miracle. You know, because what do you say, life itself? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Parking space right up front. Yep. It's a miracle. It was the nun who hadn't decomposed. The nun who hadn't decomposed, oh, right. and and the woman who regrew re the toe. Yes, and people mm -hmm. were going to the nun and touching her, and she looked alive still. Right, or like not, or died. not as dead yeah, as she as should dead. look. Right, she was dead, but she wasn't decomposing. Right, yeah. four years later. And haven't you guys known people that have had incurable diseases? They're going to die, and then you pray for them all this, and all of a sudden, psh, they're cleared up, and they survive. Do you know any of them? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a miracle. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a miracle guy. I'm with you. I'm with you with the miracles. He's seen the Kurt Russell movie. Do you believe in miracles? I do. Remember when Remember when America beat the Soviets in hockey? Wow. <laughs> in the semifinals, dude. Al Michaels said it. It was for, 40 years ago. How long ago? 44 years ago. Yeah. He said, this is a cold miracle. 44 years ago last week. <laughs> I Do you believe in miracles? Yes. yes. That can prove Oh, right miracle there. on ice. That's right. Mm -hmm. Got Yes. 83% of people believe in miracles. 85% um, of us believe in God. Okay. It is strange. To believe in God? No, that the, that the numbers are different. 15% more for God, though. Right. Like, God's crushing true? it. <laughs> Sorry, devil. But, I mean... I mean, it's kind of, you know, hand in hand, if you will. Yeah. Is what it, if you believe in miracles? No, God and devil. Like, you know, it's Life, how convenient death. to believe in one, but not the other. Well, can there be one without the other? Not in my view. Right. 
But some people think that, you know, God is a loving father that you never have to fear and that he wouldn't wouldn't send you there. That God is love and would never send you to a place like that. So there's a lot of people that have differentiating views on that. Now, yeah, two things came so in. I could see that 15% waiver. Two things came in below 50% as far as the survey goes. Mm -hmm. um, people who believe in reincarnation. 48% of people said they believe in reincarnation. That they were once another person. Mm, you've do you lived think, before. Do you think? I do sometimes think that. I feel like we get multiple lifetimes. Mm -hmm. I, my, you know, I call myself agnostic, but my spirituality patterns would make no sense to anybody else, but it makes sense in here. And, um, yeah, I feel like you, you meet people in each lifetime and they can be different to you in each lifetime. And so it's kind of like a, it's almost like Buddhism, I guess, is the closest thing to that, the reincarnation. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And as I've told on, on the show before, I'm nuts. Um, like, I feel like my cat, Clover, is my grandma. I'm a gene. Okay. 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 And it gives me great joy. And now when I went to her house, her cat gave me a Werther's original. Wow. Yeah. And then I was like, dude, I'm starting to believe it, too. Yeah. Proof. Reincarnation? No. Reincarnation. Sure. Same thing with God with me, dude. It's like, here's the thing. I'm also agnostic. I, I think, like, hardline atheists are... Anyone that's a hard line either way and pretends to know, I think they're full of crap because I don't think you can know. I think it's okay to admit you don't know, and uh, which means everything's on the table. Right. Keep your eyes. Doesn't mean open. I'm not saying anyone's wrong. I'm the but same I'm not way. Saying anyone's right. I think every. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm the way I am. I don't know. So that's there may the be I a am. devil. I think there's. There has to be some sort of. I believe in like universal love and entity. There's something out there. We're all connected. We may have past lives. I feel like I, I meet people sometimes. I'm like, man, I feel like I've known you my whole life. And then there's times, you know, there's times that I have feelings, I see omens, and I'm like, man, that reminds me of my grandma. That's crazy that that just happened to me today. I'm so it's hard way. not to believe in something. I'm, 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 you know, hedging my bets here. Whatever's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be a That's good a person. That's a good way to win. Well, yeah, you once you find out. Actually, I, guys, <clears throat> Thursday night at backstage at the patch, I actually got baptized by my friend, my friend Richard, who's the bassist in my band. I, we were having this really deep conversation about death before we went on the stage. And he threw water at you and went, gotcha. And then he goes, hey, and he through water, he he blessed me, and he goes, now you're baptized. Because that's something that I, you I don't know, know if that's how that works, but no, okay. No, apparently everybody can baptize everybody, allegedly. I, well, again, I don't know. I was happy to have the water flicked on me, because I have never been baptized. I don't know. I Listen, I'll dunk you. <laughs> we'll go out in the river. Unlike Scott, Moon who... and King Scott dunk you twice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unlike Scott, who made fun of my sous vide machine. <laughs> I apologize. You baptized that meat. No, I'm saying like, hey. <laughs> sure did. You did? You did. If you want to believe in uh, cooking your meats in a water bath, fine. <laughs> if you don't, that's fine too. True that. It's all good. No, it's all good. As long as we're nice Let's to each other. Let's make fun of the plastic part, not yeah. the water part. Hey, as long as we're all nice to each other, that's fine. <laughs> now. Our buddy Ken's checking in the email. He says, I need to be reduced to this toe lady. I only have five and a half toes left due to diabetes and... This bitch is growing back toes. Hook me up. <laughs> I need some new toes. Here's a deep one. Here's the last deep question. Okay. Last one. I love this. This is too heavy for some people. I love All it. Right. People were asked in the survey, if there is a God, is he a male or female? Ooh. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. Well, the, yeah. Um, I don't know. To me, I feel like the reason that I feel like God is could be a woman 
Um, if it had a gender, I don't know if it has a gender. Yeah, see, my, me, it's something else. It's not yeah. male or female. Same, I feel that way. But if to me, like a woman, right, like carries, like creates, like men too, but not, you don't hold the baby in your bellies for, like women are incredible. Like the reproductive world of men and women are so vastly different and women are just incredible that they, you know, that... So, yeah, I, to me, there's more nurturing, there's more love, there's development, or there's coexisting. He's a dude it's because, beautiful. Man, the UFC. The UFC? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Top <Yeah>. rope. <clears throat> okay. Dude, uh, only Guy God would invent the UFC. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, most. To think that. What do most people think? Most people think it's a dude. Yeah. 50% that's, said That's because dude. that's what's been presented. 50% yeah. say dude. Yeah. So it's not a full majority. 14% say female. And 28 were like, eh, something else. Mm. Yeah. Something you can't. It's it's neither. What a wildly narcissistic thing for us to think. That the all-powerful, being omnipotent being would have a nutsack. <laughs> well... <laughs> What about a uterus? Same. I, Rory Same. Scovel, you should watch Rory Scovel's new special. I watched it yesterday, and I don't want to rip off his material, but he made an excellent point about this where he said, like, he goes, the people that say, you know, but he's like, we think God's a man because of all the stuff that's been presented to us in culture. He also has chiseled abs and <laughs> long, perfect, white, flowing hair, like, uh, you know. And then he was like, but then people will say, He's like, the people that say that God's not a man, God's a woman, he's like, what a wildly, you were so close to getting it right and then just veered right back into traffic. <laughs> because he's like, why would you ever think that? That's also dumb to think that. And he's like, I saw a woman with a bumper sticker and it said, "God on the first day, God created man and then he had a better idea. And he goes, he did? He did? He did, you dumbass. You know, and it's like you literally said in the thing, like you called him male. And it's just like I think when people get hung up on trying to like if there is some all-powerful omnipotent being, I, I highly doubt there's a invisible man in the sky with a white beard and a, and, a, and a calculator keeping track of all the times he saw you, Joe, as a child. I just don't think I think that's a ridiculous thing to think. Well, yeah. the Simpson told me it's Simpson said it's a guy with a white beard yeah. hanging out in a cloud. Uh -huh. So I'm going to go with that. It's a big calculator. It's a big, yeah, dude. He uses an abacus. That's a Texas Instruments. <laughs> right, I had to get a Texas Instruments to keep track of me. Is it an abacus the, with the slide? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the slide things. There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's Talk on roll. Yourselves. Dude, deep convos on a Monday. Morning. Yeah, You're bringing I'm, the heat. I'm today. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, the ghost thing across the street. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I also do think it's funny. I, and I will say this. I have an atheist friend. Like a militant atheist, like corner you at a party, which sucks, <laughs> to tell you God's not real, but does also believe in ghosts. And I'm like, you can't have it both ways, brother. Yeah. Like, because uh, you know who the OG ghost was? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> you think when he rolled the stone away, he didn't? the first thing he didn't do was be like, boo! <laughs> I would. He scared the hell out of him. That'd be hilarious. And when he went to heaven, he's like, gotcha! Yeah. Believe what you want. Also, if you believe God is a dude, believe what you want. let's believe talk about this. If you believe God's a guy, do you think God's well endowed? Like God's is got there a big any hog? question? Think God's got a big hog? The biggest. Okay. 
<laughs> you think Jesus had a big That's one? That's why all the guys with big hogs on earth were made in God's honor, right? I mean, then that's how God's they image. feel. In God's, God's image, God's image, yes. image yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how that ego started. Yeah, that's why every time I go to, go to church for a wedding or funeral or whatever, I see Jesus up there on the cross in a little loincloth. You can't just have like a tip hanging out, something hook Jesus oh. up. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, dude. This is my Lord and Savior. My Lord and Savior is packing heat. World's old enough, I'm sure it's been done. Hey, listen, if you go into, into any, I just want to see it. I want to see somewhere. If you go into any St. Peter's, you can see it. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, St. Peter's. St. Peter's holy holy church of the well endowed. Holy church. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I can't wait to today, see the emails I'm about to get. Today is uh is uh, National Carnival Day. Wow. Very important day. National Carnival Day. I love I love a good carnival, man. Love it. The traveling carnival goes way back in history, and today is today. Today they still pop up, bringing loads of fun and thrills and carnies, mm -hmm. pillaging and plundering from town to town. Mm. Didn't you love a good carnival when you? I mean, if you were a kid and you were driving by the highway and you saw one, you're just like, oh, yeah. "Is there any possible way we can stop there?" It even got better after I saw Big as a kid. Remember how they go where the carnival was at? Yeah, is that where Zoltar is? Yes. Or Zoltan? And it just seemed so <laughs> magical with that. It was like, this is pretty special. Great, man. I'm going to find something like that the here. boardwalk. Yeah. I is love there it. a favorite carnival? The Lost Boys Carnival. Is there a favorite carnival like you used to go to as a kid? Uh, I figured in Southern Illinois. Yeah. We used to have um, Columbia Days, and they still do every summer. And uh, Columbia Days was the like last hurrah before school got back into session. So it was like the ending. Columbia camp. Days. Columbia Days, and so at the Legion Park there, they would take over and have all the rides. And it's awesome. I mean, I love. There's not like candlelight and carnival light are my two favorite lights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you're walking around and that. You, just Warm. bright lights, and it's just that whole essence. And the, and the faint smell. smell of funnel cake. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and oil. Stamp funnel down, cake. And stamped down grass. Funnel cake, stamped down grass, and, and kettle corn. Yeah. Those were state fairs are kind of the big version of the carnival. Yeah. But I love, yeah, the smell of all that, and it's just a, it's a good time. I'm a carnival. You know fan. any carnies? Oh, yeah, dude. <clears throat> really? I had a couple, couple friends, like a couple people from my hometown went carny for a while. They're interesting folks. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like working on the road as a merch guy. We always felt like we were carnival workers because you're just in one town and out, and it's the weirdest people on the planet. I had a couple. It's great. Yeah, I got a couple of friends that are like trained kids. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know that culture. Mm -hmm. But it's like uh, almost volunteer. It's a lot of times it is like privileged kids who decide to be homeless for a while, but it's just like trained kids. That they'll literally like hide and hop trains and kind of like live like hobos. Like the boxcar children? Yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Like a group of My buddy Adrian was telling me all kinds of crazy, <clears throat> like the easiest cars to sneak on and where to hide and all this stuff. What? You wouldn't get caught by the Pinkertons or whatever. Just a way to like go from town to town and there was like a group of, I mean, they weren't kids. They weren't like children. They were adults, but I mean, they were like a young, and a lot of times they would go busk or go work as carnies for a while mm. to make a little bit of money. And ride the train to the next town when they were done. So it was like it's kind of an interesting. No, I life. Listen, I, I I think it's it's kind of cool. Like okay, you 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 set up in a town on like a you know Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, you get to town, you start setting the rides up. Yeah. You know, last kid leaves. You know, Sunday night, and you start packing. You know, breaking down. 
Monday you hit the road, up to, off to another town. Right. Mm-hmm. And just repeat. Tour life. If you work them, it's a good way to learn your special purpose. What's From that? Life. From the jerk, Steve Martin. He learned That's his true. special purpose. Yeah. Operating the tilt a whirl. My favorite mm-hmm. carny was Joe Dirt. I when I see, hear "Who do you love?" Oh, I just think of him is... taking his shirt off and his mullet blowing in the wind. The slow motion and the pointing. David Spade looked good, dude. What's your favorite uh, carnival food? Oh, funnel cake, dude. Funnel cake. Or sometimes I'll have like a like a different types of uh, corn. You know, like a like a street a, corn, like a seasoned corn. Yeah, street corn. Yeah, like that. Like any of that. Any corn, if I. I can get corn. corn in a strange, in a strange uh, situation. I like it. I don't know if you have. I think if you have funnel cake outside of a of a fairgrounds, it's not the same. No, nah. funnel cake though, and I don't know if it's my body changing or if the funnel cakes are changing. I don't know what's going on, but man, I always want one. I get one, and I'm hurting by bite four. Funnel cake. My stomach is. It's just, just sugar grease. Yeah. It oh is my a lot. gosh. It's, it's so like upsetting. dirty oil. Batter. It's Dude, dirty oil. It's batter. And Silver then those, you know, we'll mask everything with powdered sugar. <laughs> Silver Dollar said they have like an God Oreo one, and it is this. Oh God, it's so good. It's so good, and I and I have to I have to steer clear, but I buy one every single time, and I start going. And it's got like some like uh, syrup stuff on the top, and golly, it's so good. There's always one of those little uh, huts that's like fried what with a question mark, mm-hmm. and it'll be like uh, fried Twinkies and fried Oreos and all that. I'm, I, I'm a sucker for that. Yep, fried bananas. I'm going there to try something. Fried Oreos. Oh, yeah. I'm You're frying it. Let's do it. First time I tried a deep fried Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. Life changer. It really was. Yeah. Hells to the yeah. I like and, a corn And dog. I was an adult when I had it for the first time. Really? Corn yeah. dog is quintessential. Yeah, yeah corn dogs some, are Corn awesome. dogs are better at a carnival. They are. Yeah. So is funnel cake. <clears throat> yeah. I still, uh, I'll get down with the lemon shake up. Oh, yeah, me too. What is that? Well, that's the quintessential carnival drink, brother. It's Come lemonade on. that they shake, and it's really sweet. It has, like, pulp like or something in it. I don't think I've ever had that. So they take it. <laughs> they take it, and they Sometimes they do it. two at a time. Yeah, two at a time. And, <laughs> and they, they shake them up. They shake it. Are, is there, like, cut lemons in there? There's, like, yeah. things in there for sure. There's, like, there's, <laughs> things. there's floaty things. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's sugar, like, the rim. The old... Yes. It's, it's, it's a good. Water. It's a lot. Mixed in with the lemons. I would have liked to go to that Lost Boys carnival he talked about earlier, though. That was the ultimate a night Sutherland. carnival like that. Ugh. It's a saxophone guy. Oh, yeah. Greased up saxophone guy with a ponytail. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> I found it out this weekend that the late, the girl that played Star in Lost Boys is the richest actress in Hollywood. Isn't she the girlfriend of Bill Paxton in Twister, too? Oh, yeah. She, she, oh, she, married, she, that she guy. married the guy oh, who owns yeah. the Atlanta Hawks. She oh, married yeah. like a billionaire, but she's on paper, she is worth more than any other actress in the oh, world. Wow. Uh, Jamie Gertz. Yeah. Jamie Gertz. Yeah. Still beautiful, too. She's, Jamie Gertz. She's a beautiful uh, yeah, woman. Shame. She is, a, I think, a co owner of the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. We got cows. Dang. That's what she says in Twitter. Yeah, she <laughs> married a billionaire. And like he's like, here's a, here's a basketball team. Thanks. <laughs> here's a basketball <laughs> team. Yeah, Jamie Gertz. Jamie Gertz. Yeah, billionaire business executive Tony Ressler. Uh, what? Who was she in Seinfeld? She was uh, one of his more famous girlfriends. She was a man hands, right? She was. No. Uh, Terry Thatcher was man hands. T- no, no, Terry, Terry Thatcher was Terry the Hatcher real was, and the spectacular. Yeah. I think she well, was Jamie the toilet Gertz, paper I can't square. Spare square. Can't spare a square. That's who she was. I can't spare a square. And now she's a billionaire. Good for her. Man. And she could spare a square. She's, yeah, she, she, gets, she was Jane in the stall. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Jamie Gertz says uh, every month she makes about $20 million a month. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, good for her. Yep, not bad. Anyway. Anyway.
That's enough of that. Happy National Carnival Day. Let's Thank take you. a break. But first, uh, Team Rose Remember the Day is brought to you by uh, Hot Shot Sports Bar and Girl St. Louis, home for blues hockey from St. Louis. Jessica Quest is hey, out. Old Jesse Quest. Our Team Rose Remember the Day. Jessica is a longtime listener to the show, always starts mornings off. The Riz Gang, she appreciates how the show always feels like hanging with old friends and all the laughs the crew brings to her morning commute. Loves the first hour of the show. We're just, you know, bantering back and forth. And apparently some people think we're being blasphemous, which can't have a discussion about something, huh? Uh, you can't just talk about stuff. People are sensitive, dude. I guess so. Well, you all survived it. You'll be fine. Again, <laughs> uh, she loves the back and forth the first hour. Really grateful for Learn's female perspective on the various topics that are discussed. Rich Show provides Jessica both laughs and tears every day. Okay. <laughs> tears. The tears. Laughter and the tears. Uh, she is ecstatic to become a Team Riz member. Jessica Quest from St. Louis is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976, let Dobbs team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. Whether you drive a car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, 43 convenient locations all over town. They can help you choose the tires you need. Already sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed, with options that will definitely fit your family budget. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs Money Saver February deals at go2dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Bob Saget. I know, it's exciting. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on prize picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, 
All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chester Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. God, I love him. Happy birthday, Riz. I do believe in a Bob Saget ghost. Yes. I think he is here at all the time. Me too. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane, phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Camps, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, the socials. At R-I-Z-Z Show, your emails, Rizzo1057thepoint.com. Instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Grab on celebrities here in a moment. We've got uh, Sex Time Fun Facts, Sex Toy of the Week. We'll play three and five, give away some fabulous prizes, including tickets for the sold-out Rizzo Live happening Saturday, courtesy of Yingling and Hat Launch. Yeah, it's a Rizzo Live Week, guys. We're almost there, a couple days away. So much stuff to do still. I gotta. I mean, all of us do today. We have so much to get done. We have things to do. Show. I know you're feeling a little under the weather. I am, but I'm rallying. You're rallying. Uh, a calm has. Uh, I feel like I've, a calm has enveloped me. Good. Oh, good. Nice. Whereas I was very stressed for the past three or four weeks. Yep. Uh, and I feel like a calm has washed over me. Yeah. Where it's, you know what, guys? You just gotta let it go. What's whatever's gonna be is gonna be. Yep. Yeah, that like happens this. to me as well, man. Every time I build a show or put a show together, you, you know, I, it's it's prep and it's stress and it's stress. And then you hit a level of prep that you go, all right, it's going to happen. It's we'll happening. Be, we'll be fine. It's happening one way or another. We'll be fine. One way or another, people are going to pile on the pageant on Saturday. <laughs> We're all going to be there. You know, hopefully have a good time. Hey, I encourage, so doors are at 7, correct? If I'm not yeah. mistaken, doors are yes, at 7. doors are at 7. I encourage everyone to get there at doors because the John Hughes experience will be playing as the doors are open. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, don't be late. Don't be late. You're going to want to see the whole the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a whole thing. I'm excited, man. I I feel good. I locked myself in my hotel room in Dayton <laughs> on Saturday and got stuff done. Stuff oh, for the show. Stuff good. that needed to get done. And I'm excited about it. Um, Locked down some 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 treats for the audience. We weren't sure we we're gonna get to go right. over, and okay. I'm feeling 
G double feeling good. Good. Yeah. As uh, I was leaving the uh, the station on Friday, I ran into Tim McKernan, our buddy from TMA, across the hallway, and uh, he goes, uh, "Big uh, racial live coming up uh, next Saturday." I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Ah, it's, it's just your show, just you know, on the stage." I go, "No, it's no, not. no, it no, is it's not. not. That's not how it goes." You I'm like, "We're not set him. up." Maybe that's how TMA does yeah. things. I think that's how they do it. Like, if they do a live show, it's just them basically, you know, their show. Yeah, TMA Live, they've done that before, like a Hot Shots. Right. We're not setting up a card table and you know, a couple stools. Yeah. I mean, this is Mm-mm. costume changes. Costume changes, guys. Wow. I know. That's what you're most stressed about, right? Costume changes, set changes. <laughs> you guys will look good, though. I got to, like, this not look three like act. crap. This is like a three-act. <laughs> yeah. Please. And each one has a dozen elements. Yeah, this is a three-act thing. You know all we're doing right now? We're just upsetting. I'm stressing me out. I'm no, stressing myself out. All we're doing is upsetting everyone that didn't get tickets. Well, good. Next Ooh. time. If on. there is a next time, because I don't know. We're getting 2,000 people really this. excited. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know after this. Anyway. Um, this is, and I want your guys' opinion on this. Uh, as you know, now, you know, Rafe, you're now officially a radio person. You're a radio guy. You're in the industry. It's been almost a year, right? Yeah. I think your probationary period is over. So I've heard. I think you're now an, an official radio guy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Is it, what is it, 10 months? What's the rule? I mean, I was here doing shows all of last year. Yeah, I think you're an official radio guy. But April is so my... So you could weigh in on April's this. my born on date. You, you could weigh to, in on this. You have to get beat in, though. Yes, yeah, so we'll do, <laughs> yeah, right. we'll do that jump, at Richard Live. Hey, Don't worry. I'm going to get... <laughs> You heard it here first, Richard Live. I'm going to be beat in live on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Anything goes. They're going to. Yes, enough. Um... <laughs> oh. Now you're ready. Now you're ready. Now you're crying. So, now that guy out in San Diego, guy out, morning, show, morning show guy out in San Diego. Okay, so he was uh, interviewing or was scheduled to interview a local volleyball player. I guess they have a big volleyball team out there in San Diego, the San Diego Mojo. So he was set to interview a woman named Ronica Stone, who's a very popular player out there. They got, I guess the volleyball season starts out there in San Diego. She's a Mojo star. Her name is Veronica Stone? Veronica Stone. Veronica, oh. Not Veronica like, Stone from... Veronica Morningstone, or what was it? Veronica Corningstone. Corningstone, of course. So she walks, uh, she, she comes there on time to the radio station on time. Morning show guy greets her. She brings along her boyfriend, and her boyfriend is Jordan Love, who's the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Hmm. So he is there as support for his girlfriend, Uh who is the subject of the interview. Now, you know the starting quarterback, rookie, I mean, he had a great rookie season last year, right? Huge. Jordan Love? Not a rookie, but yeah. Uh, First first, year starter. First year starter. Yeah, he did great. He did great. She, the girlfriend is there to be interviewed. The boyfriend is out in the hallway. Yeah. Who is the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Now, morning show guy's like, do I, like, call? Like, do I, like, hey, boyfriend. Well, yeah. Who is also that. very famous. Probably more famous. Not probably. Way more famous <laughs> than local volleyball player. Do I call in Boyfriend. What do you do? There's a... Are you asking? Yeah, I mean... uh, I think there's a way to tactfully involve him and still make her the focus. Yeah. 
Because he said his initial instinct was to figure out how to get him on mm-hmm. without being disrespectful to her. Sure. Yeah, right. Because it doesn't hurt to ask, and most likely Love's going to say, oh, no, it's cool, man. I'm going to stay out here. And then you're oh, like, okay, she's ask. a professional athlete. You wouldn't ask at all? No, hell no. I wouldn't ask. I would, if it, I wouldn't ask, like, hey, do you want to come on? I would just involve him. Involve him. Oh. Oh, okay. Really? I think so. Yeah, come on in. I, I don't know if I do that. Okay, so you're so you're interviewing Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift is in the next room. Right. She's just watching. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be respectful of that. It's his time. You, you serious? Yeah, I am serious. I've I've had that before. I've had the the interview where somebody else who's maybe more prominent to relationship. Like, they're also around, and it's just like, you want to be respectful of the person that you're there to interview. Even if they are dating a celebrity or somebody who's well-known, they're not there. This is a sports interview. Obviously, these are two pro yeah, athletes, a, so maybe a, that's a little different. a morning show lifestyle chat. Yeah, no, I, I would just leave it singular. If she happened to be in the room, and, like, if she were vocal or she had a reaction that could be heard on mic, I would kind of follow her lead with that and go, okay, she she's wanting to be heard. Maybe... Maybe there is something I can ask her, but no, I would leave it singularly to the person I'm there okay. to interview. Okay. You, would you somehow like? I mean, I would lightly make it fun. I wouldn't be a. I wouldn't make it disrespectful. I wouldn't make it not about you. Yeah, yeah, of it course. Would like, I hey, would, like you guys are a power couple, two athletes. Like, I how would, do you make this work? This I would make it about cool. them and her. Not, I would. Tactfully. I wouldn't make anything about him. I wouldn't. Ma- I wouldn't ask. So how was it with the Packers? I, w- I wouldn't ask any football <laughs> questions. I'd, I'd be like, Hey, man, like. How is it like you know in the off season supporting her? Is this is this cool? You know, I would just, just ask them about them, two athletes in a relationship where they're supporting each other in these. Uh, I would make it known endeavors. that he was in the hallway, hundred percent. Even if he wasn't going to come on the air, I would make it known that yeah, your boyfriend Jordan Love, starting quarterback for the Packers, mm-hmm. is out in the hallway. Yeah, but you wouldn't invite him in. Well, let's see how she reacts to that. Mm. You can acknowledge it. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, no, let's get him in here because that's taken. I think it. I think it matters on what you're doing. <clears throat> the this guy's not reporting for it. Volleyball Weekly. If it, if it was, if it was, if it was Volleyball Weekly or you know, like a Sports Illustrated cover story or something, like, then then it's just zoomed in. You're, it's because it's that there's the zoom. But he's just like a morning guy going, hey. Yeah, morning I'm, show I'm, guy. I'm never invited him on. Never asked him in. But uh, you know, just took a selfie with him. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how I'd handle that. I mean, you you make it casual, you make it fun, yeah. and you don't take anything from her. Yeah, we'll see the you know we'll see where the interview goes. Maybe it'll lean in that direction. Where we're gonna have him on. I don't know. I mean, Scott? it's part it's part of the story. I bet. And, what, was he interviewing her about a very particular play that she made? He was interviewing her about the start of the volleyball season. So he he's, he's yeah, getting he, he's getting talks a, about he's, the highlights. But he's then basically he gets into personal. Things. Yeah, he's it's basically fun. getting a bio of an athlete. I bet that's the same. Like Tina and you have, have you guys ever done interviews where, like, on a podcast where sure. it's you or her as the focal point, but you're happen you happen to be there and like, what was that interaction like? Uh, yeah, that has happened. I'm trying to think of how it went down. I, I would say, I include her if she's with me. Usually, I find a way to. Um, uh, I can't remember how it went the other way. You think Some, she could keep her mouth shut if you're standing behind you? No. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> no, she would. She would give the floor. Yeah, and there's been times that I've, like, earlier in her career, because, I mean, we're not, depending on who you're talking to, we're kind of, you know, 
I don't think one is like crazily ahead in their career than the other. I'm a little, I've been doing a little longer than her and maybe, but she's like blown up a lot lately. So it's like, I, there's times that I've skipped things if I thought that was going to be an issue mm. so she could have the spotlight. I didn't want it. I didn't want to take that off for her. Mm. Interesting. Or I would be like, I would, I, I would just wait out in the waiting room. Like I wouldn't be yeah. in the room or something like that. Hey, listen, cool. The boyfriend to just wait out in the, in the waiting room and not make it about him. Right. Even though he could, he could. <laughs> mm-hmm. He could. All right. Today is uh, February 26th. Back in the day, 41 years ago, 1983, Michael Jackson's Thriller hits number one, where it would stay for 37 weeks. Damn. 33 years ago, 1991, L. Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out comes out. 1993, 31 years ago, Falling Down hits theaters. Great movie. That movie's incredible. Uh, 30 years ago, 1994, legendary stand-up comedian Bill Hicks dies at 32. I didn't realize it was only 32. Dang, yeah. yeah. He was young, Just, what about Alex Jones? Yeah. You see, Alex <laughs> Jones came out and says... I, saw I am some, Bill Hicks. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, broke it. Then it's, what did he go from Hicks into something else? And it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, 27 years ago, 1997, the classic Booty Call was released, starring Jamie Foxx and Tommy Davidson. And eight years ago, out of the Bob Saget thing, he really is with us. 2016 Fuller House, the revival of the series Full House premieres on Netflix. You're telling me this yeah, picture. Eight years ago? This picture is of a man not, not yet 32. Yeah. What? Different time, man. <laughs> what? He's older really than than man. Yeah. He also chain smoked his whole yeah. life. Yeah, this, and did a lot of drugs. You tell me this Stevie Ray Vaughan looking cat right here. Bill yeah. Hicks? He's approaching 32. Yes. You tell me yeah, that 55-year-old is 32. Look at high schoolers in 1980, though, dude. The high schoolers in 1980 looked like they had two kids and worked at the factory. Look up Bill Hicks, Alex Jones. It's the damn, the damn near the same person. Yeah, that, oh. is, that, that is. That conspiracy is one of my favorites. If if Bill Hicks heard you comparing him to Alex Jones, know, he's yeah. rolling over in his grave. It'd be too wildly, too wildly different viewpoints. Sure, and that's the yin but and the But their yang. connection is they're both from Texas. All right, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> let's do crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Eminem still uses a BlackBerry, you guys. Uh, back in 22, in January, there was an announcement that old BlackBerry phones will no longer work unless they use Android software. So I guess Eminem has downloaded that software. And uh, there's a photo that was posted on Instagram over the weekend of him hanging out with some other um, some rappers and... He's got his BlackBerry out, and I'm just. Did you guys have Blackberries? No, I yes. never. I never did either. I did because uh, it was the only I think thing a that station worked. Issued BlackBerry once. It was the only thing that worked overseas. Yeah. Only, it was What's the, only the fundamental that difference that worked? Out. I've never had one. The old trackball. Yeah, yeah. the trackball yeah. and just the keyboard. The email. Keyboard. But I mean, what do you think his reasoning for this is? Like, he, the, is it a security issue? Does he just want to have a damn phone and hey, not have privacy? photos on it or whatever? Maybe just that's the phone he's used to and he's Eminem. And Maybe it's because it has black in the title and he's so desperately. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I will have That's the cred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guitarist Mick Mars says he's open to playing with Motley Crue again. Motley Crue released a statement last year saying that Mars was retiring from the road but would still be a part of the band. And then, of course, all these lawsuits came forward. Lawsuit, and all of a sudden he's like, ah, yeah. it's fine. So uh, now Mars says, if Motley wants me to write songs with them again, of course I would. But right now it's just me solo. I'm writing, and I'm not Motley. It's how I feel. My ideas, my kind of thing, kind of trying to reinvent myself and bring myself up to date. Some people can't separate professional and personal. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, just because he's doing lawsuits and all this kind of stuff doesn't mean that he's not, he doesn't like them. Uh, they, I mean, they were trashing each other in the press. I understand that, but, like, I think that's all business, too. Mm. I think that's all business. And, and I think a lot of people have a real difficulty understanding that some people can separate business I and mean, personal. I mean, the things that we're saying, like, you know, Motley Crue doesn't really play their instruments. Um, you know, some real, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, maybe he's trying to damage the brand. So, uh, who knows, just man? I'm just, I'm just telling you, like... I, that seems pretty damn personal to me. Personal I know it seems that way. Too. I mean, they were essentially like, you need to retire off the road because your health is I'm becoming just a problem. I'm just saying that you never know. You never know. You You're right. You never know. Uh, Mick Mars' solo album, The Other Side of Mars, is out now. Uh, Stoke-on-Trent City Council in England have approved plans to erect a seven-foot statue of the late Motorhead frontman Lemmy Kilmister in a neighborhood called Burslem. Uh, he was born there in 1945. This thing's going to be seven feet tall. There was a GoFundMe that was started, and the metalheads rose up and said, let's do it. And so now it's happening, okay. which is pretty cool. Uh, Tim Comerford of Rage Against the Machine says he doesn't know what the future holds for the band. You know, last month, Brad Wilk announced that the band wouldn't be playing live again. And then Comerford says, I don't get involved in it. He goes, I'm just the bass player. I wait for somebody to tell me what to do. Brad said what he said, and he's one step above me. He's got the number three spot. I'm just the low man on the totem pole, but he did say if the band wants to get back together, he'd be out there. Yeah, we talked about this a little on Friday. He did. Um, yeah, he's just hanging. He's riding his bike. Yeah. Nothing Wait. says anti-establishment band like a clearly defined pecking order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, yeah, you got the lead singer. Everyone's voice matters. Not yours, though. Yeah. You're, You're the, the bassist. Oh. I'll let you know when we go on tour. Yeah, I'm sure it's, you know, <laughs> Zach, the lead singer, who, who it's his ultimate decision. Right. And then Tom Morello, then, you know, drummer, and then bike riding Brad. There you go. <laughs> Biker bike Brad. Hey, Biker Brad, you ready to tour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so according to some... Not always reliable British tabloids. Oh, Tim, I'm sorry. Brad's the good Yeah, Brad's Brad Will. The Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, I thought you I blew had it. it. I blew it. Sorry. Yeah, so, okay. Taylor Swift allegedly has been banning Travis Kelsey from going to strip clubs after seeing him wear a t shirt from the Three Horse or the uh, Crazy Horse 3 in Vegas after a game uh, with the Raiders earlier this year. Again, this is from the tabloids. This is probably not true at all, but it's making the headlines. Uh, she also wants him to FaceTime her instead of texting when they're apart because she secretly wants to know where he is and uh -huh. who he is Whip. with. But check this out. She also allegedly gave him 500 k to step up his wardrobe. She loves that he takes chances with his style choices, but some of his outfits have been a little suspect. Okay, so first of all, how do they know? Right, they don't. How do they know this? They don't. This is all made up. Let's say this is true. An inside source. Let's say this is true. A close source says. Uh, if you're dealing ta Taylor Swift, right. and she goes, I don't want you going to a strip club. I know, okay. I'm dating Taylor okay? Swift. Yeah, whatever you say, man. Whatever, whatever. Um, there's also, oh, go ahead, keep going. And then, you know, she gives him 500 grand for wardrobe. Yeah. It's not like he's poor. No. Yeah. That's why I don't believe he's got any his of this. Own money. None of this is true. And she gave him 500,000 all in ones, which seems like a bad idea <laughs> if you don't want to go to the strip club. Exactly. I do have some audio here, though. There was an interview from 2016 that's resurfaced where Travis Kelsey actually played uh, Kiss Mary Kill, and it was between Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, and Katy Perry. And this is how that shook out. Okay. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Katy Perry. Kill Mary Kiss. Damn, that's <laughs> messed up. I don't want to kill any of them. Well, you uh, know, um, it's just the game. Uh, just a game. Uh, it's going to be harder kill. to find real love. So you got to play yeah. this game, right? So what is it, kill? Ariana is okay. kill, <laughs> okay. unfortunately. 
love you, but you're gone. And then uh, Taylor Swift would be the kiss. Katy Perry would Mary. be the... Yeah. His affect is uh, lessened. Where's he from? Ohio. Huh. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, The Joker 2, which I'm very excited about, is going to be coming out soon. Uh, this is going to be a musical, which I'm not excited about that part of it, but I want to see how weird it is. Filet-a-do? filet yes, exactly. $200 million is how much this is going to cost. Dang. The old, or the original Joker was $60 million. Oh my gosh, really? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize that was that expensive. So $60 million for the original Joker, $200 million for this. People are saying with Lady Gaga joining the cast, obviously inflated the amount to have her on. I don't know how much she actually got paid, but I, I don't like that lot. it's going to be a musical. Why do we have to do this? Why Why do we need a musical? I don't think it's going to be a musical in the sense you think it's a musical. What do you mean? It's going to be all uh, It's not going to be like dream. West Side Story. Yeah, it's in his mind. You know, like mm. like the first one was. But remember the first one, he's kind of like, he's orchestrating. He's right. doing this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I it's think gonna you, be all in that. your mind, you think a musical like, you know. I think like Mean Girls. The oh, new the one that new just one. came out. Uh, the greatest showman. I think it's going to be some dark, twisted, maybe musical in his mind kind of thing. All right. I think it's going to be awesome. That's what I'm imagining. I hope it is. You still got to see Bo is Afraid, man. Yeah, I don't want to. Strap in, brother. (laughs) We talk about Bo is Afraid every week on this show. It's interesting, though. It's interesting (laughs) enough. I'm I'm curious to see what you... It's traumatizing. It is. How you react. You guys watch SNL this weekend with Shane Gillis? I did. I saw the uh, the opening monologue and I watched a couple sketches. I thought it was good. Right on. Well, here's a, here's part one of his opening monologue. Um, you know, he was famously hired and fired from SNL in 2019. And uh, here's how that sounded on Saturday right. night. Most of you probably have no idea who I am. Uh, I was actually, I was fired from this show uh, a while ago. But if, you know, don't look that up, please. <laughs> Google that. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. Uh, he then, you know, just moved on, not really addressing much. I have another clip here Out of here the monologue. Shane Gillis from Saturday. Every little boy is just their mom's gay best friend. There's literally zero difference. I was gay for my mom. She would pick me up from school. I'd hop in the van. I'd be like, girl, tell me about your day. I thought she was cool. I would listen to her music. I'd be like, bam, 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 bam. That's good, girls. <laughs> Dance for her. Just <laughs> be like, look at my little dancer. <laughs> at one point, Gillis said to the studio, it was so well lit that he could see everyone not enjoying his jokes <laughs> in the audience. Okay. And he did seem a look, little Look, I don't have any material that can be on TV, all right? <laughs> I'm trying my best. Also, this place is extremely well lit. I can see everyone not enjoying it. <laughs> you know, just the most nervous I've ever been. Don't clap now. Shut up. <laughs> There was one a band member you could see in the back just not She's laughing at I know. I know. Yeah, they zoomed in on her yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. Did you watch She became the ire of... <laughs> Did I watch it live? Yeah. yeah, I watched it live. So it was on... Because somebody had said that they were watch, they tuned in and they were showing like an old SNL, not this one. No, they, I think they show an old SNL before, before the news. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I... It sounded like he was doing fine to me when I watched it. So my thought was, did they pump in laughs? Did they sweeten the laughs? They had to. After the live broadcast. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Because it goes live. Live on the East Coast and... and, uh, There's a drag on the the West Coast. I don't know. Sounded fine to me. Sounded fine to me. I thought it was 
fine, you know. It was Love. good. I watched the whole episode in my hotel room. I thought I was telling you guys there was a moment during the sketch called uh, The Floor mm-hmm. where he was paired up with Bo and Yang, who was the Asian gay cast member that was cast the same time he was kicked off the show. And they introduced the characters because it was like a game show sketch with Rob Lowe and... Bo and Yang looked down the barrel of the camera and kind of broke character and was like super thrilled to be here right now. And, and then maybe that was back. his protest. I felt like that was his little like wink and a nod to America. Like I'm not happy that I'm in this sketch. Mm. I'm not happy that he's hosting. Because there's been a lot of stuff with him lately of taking all his SNL posts down and right. stuff like that. So I don't know. Felt very pointed to me. The 30th annual Screen Actors Guild Awards aired Saturday on Netflix, giving out awards to the best individual and cast performances in film and television. We have the complete list if you missed any of that on our blog at 1057thepoint.com. As I scroll, need to say rest in peace to Kenneth Mitchell, who sadly passed away after a five-year battle with ALS. He was only 49 years old. This guy was on Star Trek Discovery. Uh, His family confirmed his death on Instagram, remembering him not only as a decorated actor, but also a dedicated family man. Uh, Amy Schumer has been diagnosed with Cushing syndrome. You know, this is interesting because she was on TV last week and all of us, well, Rafe and I noticed her face looked so poofy and I love Amy Schumer. Me too. And I, you know, I I didn't know if something was going on. Um, And then she said having the internet chime in on her appearance lately is how she realized that something was going wrong. She looked like she had what they call moon face. Like when you take uh, prednisone. Yeah. So when you take prednisone, yeah, the steroids, steroids you're swollen. Your face swollen. gets swollen. And they call it moon face. Your face gets very swollen. Well, it's very round. So I didn't know what Cushing syndrome was, but according to Mayo Clinic, it happens when the body has too much of the hormone cortisol, the stress hormone, uh, active for a long time. So having a round face, weight gain, weak muscles, uh, over time, that excess cortisol, it causes these symptoms and it can lead to you know high blood pressure, diabetes, and even bone loss. And so Amy talked pretty candidly about getting diagnosed with this. She said, while she was out doing press on camera for her Hulu show, she was also hooked up to MRI machines for hours at a time, having her veins shut down from the amount of blood being drawn and thinking that she may not yeah, be she, around to see her son grow She's up. had a whole bunch of health health problems. She really has. She's had endometriosis. I can't even talk. Endometriosis. Um, so I wish her the best. I love Amy yeah. Schumer and don't want her to go anywhere. Uh, Justin says in the feedback, I, and I didn't see the end of SNL. I saw it. That Bowen and Shane Gills hugged on camera. I didn't see that either. That's great. I mean, I think that's good. I, I don't think... You know, ill will's never good, but I mean, it very, it felt like during the episode, it felt very purposeful. A lot of people were sharing the uh, the Norm McDonald return to SNL. Oh, when after yeah. he got fired, and uh, yeah, and so his his monologue, he starts talking. He goes, uh, "You know, I was fired a year and a half ago, and they told me that I wasn't funny, not funny enough to be here. And then now, a year and a half later, they're hiring me to host. So that either means that I'm funny." Or the show just sucks now. <laughs> he just like in goes in and makes fun of the show. It doesn't mean I'm funny. It just means the show's not funny. Uh, that was, and of course, this last episode, the funniest sketch is the one that got cut for time. Like, there's a the Doug Limu Emu police commercial. Seen that one yet? They come in and they shoot the guy, and the 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 Limu shoots the dude. They come through the door, and then they're like, put a plant a gun on him and all this stuff. And it was just like this crazy, like, Liberty Insurance commercial, and it was hysterical. And it's like one that got cut for time. Mm. I always wonder about that. Like, the funniest things are always the ones that don't subjective. make the broadcast. Right. And it's time for a list. Uh, you're not going to guess here, though. I'm just going to throw a movie out at you. So, um, see if we agree with this. So, 
As time has rolled on, certain jokes, plot details, and movies that we once loved don't really age that well. Soul Man. There's tons of them. (laughs) And so ScreenCrush.com has put together a list of what they think in chronological order, and they start off with a Ghostbuster. Soul Man, where C. Thomas Howells in blackface the entire movie. (laughs) That didn't make the list. Well, it should (laughs) have. Even then, I was like, damn. <laughs> what year did that come out? Was that controversial that. back then? I don't know. It should have been. It was in the 80s, <laughs> but my God, man, it was pretty egregious. Soul Man? That wasn't the 80s, was it? That was the oh, 90s. No, oh, no. I think that was the 80s. It had that, to be they the would 80s. Played on Comedy they would have not done it in the 90s. 86. Are you sure? Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy cow. You said there's a Ghostbuster? Oh, I'm not even thinking about that, man. I, yeah. I, I thought, I'm thinking of something else. Okay, Soul Man is not on this list, okay? I think they're going for a different types of uh, cringe. So they say Ghostbusters is on here. They, they've done this in chronological order. And by the way, Soul Man, where he goes blackface, James Earl Jones is in that movie. I mean, look at that. <laughs> My God. <laughs> My God. You, you the internet be, of that. You don't even need a scene. You only need a still. <laughs> Just a still holy. from this movie. And oh, what, what a great, dude, what a great cast. So it's, it's C. Thomas Howell, <laughs> Ray Don Chong, James Earl Jones, Leslie Nielsen. All right. Well, it's not on this list. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in it. Yeah, it was a star-studded uh, uh, stinker. Melora Hardin, who was uh, Jan from The Office. Wow. Uh, oh, dude, Max Wright, who was uh, the dad, Willie Tanner on Elf. He was in it. What a great cast. Anyway. Man. Yeah, let's pull this trade okay, back Okay, so you said station. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters? Hmm. Yeah, the reason they said that it's a cringe is because the characters are tough to root for. They reference Bill Murray's, you know, curmudgeon character. Oh, um, God. Huh? What? And Bill Murray's Sigourney too much Weaver of a, a curmudgeon. As a ghost-possessed eye candy. That's what they think. Uh, a lot of this is leaning for the misogyny in these movies, just oh, to God. let you know. Okay. Oh, boo-hoo so, on Ghostbusters. So, so we don't out. agree? I don't agree. No, no, I don't agree with that one. I, don't I do not agree. What about 16 Candles? I'll be honest with you, I've never, I've never seen it. I've oh, never really? seen it either. It's, the Asian a, characters. Yes, little... the racist caricature of yeah. the Asian exchange Long student is pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, also, the fact that there's some, like, you know, Jake, the hot guy in the movie that Molly Ringwald's trying to get with, he hands off his intoxicated girlfriend to a minor um, as some sort of rite of passage to get her home, and he, like, has sex with her. So, obviously, that did not age well. There's either. a lot of that. Like, think of Animal House. Dude, half of the movies that we grew oh, up on, yeah. some I mean, of Revenge of the drugged. Nerds is basically... Oh, Sexual assault at the end. Right. So, like, yes, there's some stuff in the 80s that is very eyebrow raising. Sure. Forrest Gump is on this list. Oh, why? Because Jenny gave him AIDS. Not because of AIDS. (laughs) It's because, you know, she's had an abusive hands of every man in her life except for Forrest. And, you know, she finally acquiesces to become the vessel of for his child is how they describe it. She's getting with a mentally challenged person. Wait a second. (laughs) So what what what, what's the What's, what's the, the cringe? What's I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just relaying That's what part the, of the, the list story is. is that she. Yes, everybody abused her, and then the one person who loved her, you know, obviously. That's she a ends good up thing, with. right? Well, yeah, I thought Apparently that was not. Oh, that's misogyny. What do we I forgot. Want? Like, just rainbows in every movie? Like, no, that's part of the story. Now. You're not is allowed that to. Well, speaking of rainbows, Tragic. guys, Braveheart is on the list from 1995. Uh, there's a couple of historic elements to this that make it Mel Gibson's movie cringeworthy for the fact that kilts were not existing in the time period of which they are. Okay, so historical yeah, accuracy. Historical accuracy. Is fine. Um, Take some liberties. The uh, the blue face paint went out of style centuries earlier, so that again is something. Okay, so, so they're just saying historical accuracy for that, right? Okay. 
Um, and they said it makes <laughs> it makes a historical biopic more like an excuse for a bunch of guys to dress up like uh, ruffians and pretend to stab each other. Hell of a movie, second. though. Wait, that, so they're they're nitpicking. <laughs> they're nitpicking the. <laughs> The uh, makeup not being of the time period, right? Yeah. As if we're gonna watch it now and go, oh, how cringy oh that these that's that these I mean. Scots no are way. wearing blue. Like, are we not aware we're watching after. a movie? Yeah, and there's no <laughs> way Willie saying? Wallace would ever do an homage to something from the past, you know, and do it <laughs> so at that point. Silly. Uh, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our cringe. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> also on this list, American Beauty, obviously just a total mess. We had uh, is it Kevin, um, just Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, but also <laughs> it's a movie about Spacey. mean people. Glittering, plastic bag in the wind. <gasps> there's oh, littering. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's, you know, sex with a minor. There's all sorts of stuff that's yeah, just that's disgusting. Up. Yeah, a pl- plastic bags, guys. Uh, plastic bags. Plastic bags. The most beautiful just thing he's ever seen, my ass. It. Right, um, is that the plastic bag just blown all the way? Yeah, yeah. Spilling it. And he films it. Uh it's beautiful. Do you want to see the most beautiful thing I've ever seen? Yeah. It's this garbage God. that's plastic in a little bags. tornado on Main Street. I see things other people don't see. American Pie made the list. How could that be honest? Which is no cringe there. No. I mean, the whole thing is a cringe. He's he's well, doing a pie. That's the well, point. That. I'm the sure they're talking guy. about the, the webcam scene. Yes. Where there's quite a few. He's things. doing, you know, uh, Nadia. Hot is Nadia. Naked in the room, and like the guys from Blink 182 are watching. Yeah. Everybody's watching in the cameras. No, oh, I don't remember. I, I only remember the pie. You don't remember the scene where he turns on the webcam? I really only saw that once, and that was back then. I remember the pie, and I remember the uh, one time at band camp. Right? That's yeah. that movie, right? Mm hmm. Uh, hate to tell you this, Boondock Saints made the list. No! Get the, the greatest f- movie of all time. <laughs> I gotta throw mine away now. It's tiresome, excessively violent, uh, barely has a plot to support its numerous and bloody action sequences. The movie yes. is, yes. you know, nothing yeah. in it that is worth everything. Wait. Everything you just said is what they wrote on the DVD box. Like, yeah. And we it all know that. Watch we all yeah. know that yes. going Get in. The the, nothing was sold to us we didn't want to buy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Love Actually has made this I'll list. Yes, I agree. agree. That movie sucks. Which well, what is it? Love, Love Actually. We all agree with that. What's that one about? Um, Blindside made this list, especially with all of the uh, allegations and the lawsuits lately with Michael Orr. Obviously, it's about a white family taking in a, a black young man and made them look like they were in the best light ever, and then come to realize things have come out afterwards of the Tui family. So uh, that have is have they settled worthy. that? Because um, but does that make the movie? Like the plot of the movie stuff, is it cringe or is it still? All I right? remember I, a good message. I, yeah, I don't know. I I liked that movie like when it came out, but then obviously as time goes on, you just start thinking differently. You know? Why? Yeah, right? that's all art and culture. Yeah. yeah, you just evolve with it, I guess. I don't know that. I, I loved it. I love that Michael Orr was taken in by the Taco Bell family down in wherever the hell they lived. Um, and had opportunity, but then you start realizing from his po- that that movie was written from the Tui point of view instead of yeah, the but Michael. He signed Orr point off of on view. it. That's true. This whole lawsuit thing that's going on now, where he says it's not true. It does seem strange. It's a whole strange thing. Yeah. He and said he didn't get paid, and the family's like, "No, you got paid." Guy went on to play in the NFL, right? Yeah. I mean, it was like I mean, had a pretty he, storied career. Right. Okay. And it, okay. Anyway, that's your crap on celebrities. There's a full list of more. I'll tell you a movie that should be on here. Soul Man. I knew. We are talking no, about dude, oh, a recent movie I watched. I watched it over the weekend, and man, it was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with Pete Davidson. 
and it felt like a two-hour. I couldn't tell if it was old. Somebody made. It was the entire movie was designed around making fun of Gen Z,、mm -hmm. or they thought Gen Z would like it, but it was every. It was so one note. Every joke was just like. About Gen Z being soft. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a murder mystery type thing where they're locked in a cabin. It's your typical, like, lights go out, someone's dead, who's the killer? But everything was like. Oh, that was recent. Yeah, it was recent. And every single thing in it was like, oh my God,、I'm, I have to take my anxiety medication. Oh my God, I can't. I talked to my therapist about this. I have PTSD from being your best friend. It just felt like it was、uh, two hours of like. Barely any plot. Like, you figured out what was going on within the first 15 minutes. And it was just like, I couldn't tell if it was like an older person wrote it trying to make fun of Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. Or if Hollywood executives did a word cloud of things Gen Z like and tried to jam it all in one movie. But it was. It That's was how I feel、awful. the latest Bill Burr movie was. It was just one, this one dimensional, like,、yeah. let's, let's do this old guy curmudgeon make fun of younger generations.、Yet. Oh, dude, it was so boring. Oh, yeah, it's on Netflix. In six minutes, you go, okay, I've seen it. I got you just watch you. the trail and go, I've seen it.、Yep. Okay, makes sense. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today, Taylor Dooley. That's Lava Girl and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. She's 31. Nate Roos, is it Roos? R U E S S? Oh, from Fun. From Fun, the singer from Fun and Format.、Uh, he's 42. Corinne Bailey Ray, the British singer who、uh, does、uh, Put Your Records On, is 45. Erica Badu is 53. Mark DeCascos. Oh,、uh, DeCascos. He's.、Uh... DeCascos. The chairman from、uh, Iron, Iron Chef. Iron Chef America. He's 60. And Michael Freegan Bolton. Oh. I'm a huge Michael Bolton fan, and he's 71 years old. Michael Bolton, happy birthday, buddy. Yeah.、Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Crystal Lane. And today's birthday girl has been in 192 fine films, including, and I do windows too. Wow.、Uh, at the Pornies, the best little whorehouse in Hong Kong. She was in The Bitches of Westwood. Captain Hooker and Peter Porn, The Devil in Miss Jones 4, Dirty Harriet, Jane Bond meets Thunderballs. <laughs> She was in a movie called Talk Dirty to Me One More Time 2, Taste of Tiffany, and Who Can Forget a Role in 1986's In Search of the Golden Bone. Crystal Lane is 65 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. Pseudo Show, Traffic and Weather. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back with your sexy Tom fun facts. And to be discussed, does size matter? The age old penis debate finally settled in groundbreaking study. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet, soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was. A total safety hazard, and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more the basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time, they'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods. 
Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot-weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Back to the radio show presented by the Fast Lane. God, I love this kind of art. And I don't have to go to a museum to see it. Um, there is a pilot that toiled for six hours to draw a penis with the word Sia in the sky. Well, that is pretty awesome. Uh, the art was created by a pilot flying a Diamond DA-42 plane and spotted by Flight Radar 24 which is an online flight tracking service. Mm-hmm. Now, according to Flight Radar 24, the plane took off at 8.47 p.m. on Saturday night and landed at 2.47 a.m. Sunday at the Bell Fountain Regional Airport in Ohio. So if you watch the flight tracker, it is a dong and the, the whole thing. Did you see that when it snowed last week or two weeks ago, somebody took a picture from the top of the arch and somebody had walked a big old dong. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that. Walked a dong? Walked a dong. Walked a dong into the arch grounds. and A couple of them, actually. There was a big old dong and then there were a couple of little baby dongs down there. I love you know? that. And the arch grounds. Art is everywhere, guys. It really is. Mm-hmm. Art is everywhere. <laughs> no, this guy drew like a giant shit, like flew a giant shaft and the, and the balls and everything. Right. Did you do that as a kid growing up? You'd draw a penis on like your best friend's car window? Of my, course. Yeah, I mean, that's all we did in high school. Of course. By law, you're supposed to, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, based on the, uh, <laughs> the, the public information available on this website, it looks like the plane might belong to Midwest Corporate Air Inc., which is a flight school out of Ohio. Uh, give this man his license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's earned it already. Wait, he's earned it. Or it was an instructor. On Clearly, the he's ready. He, yeah, he's ready. <laughs> All right, let's uh, do sex time fun facts. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun fact. And it's sponsored by... Well, you're not going to believe it. It's sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. Love you, Patricia's. Um, man, the numbers here are nuts. Have you seen... Uh, have you seen Who the F Did I Marry Yet? It's, it's a series of 50 TikTok videos that's over eight hours long, and people are obsessed with it. Obsessed. Hmm. It's called Who the F Did I Marry? Uh... 
Last I checked, it's got almost 200 million combined views. Wow. So it's a woman in Atlanta who goes by Risa Tisa. Uh, she talks about how she met a guy in 2020, fell in love, eventually married him, and found out he's a pathological liar. Nothing he had told her about himself is true. Here's the... Here's a little bit from the first episode. A 200 million views. Who the did I marry? I'm going to create this playlist series and I'm going to tell the story of how I met, dated, married, and divorced a real pathological liar. This is my introduction slash disclaimer video. First and foremost, I'm gonna be truthful, even if it makes me look bad. I'm gonna be honest but I'm also not gonna be disrespectful to anyone that was involved. None of this is funny, but in order to get through it, I have to laugh. If I cry, I cry. I'm human, I'm a woman. This was traumatic. Yeah, it's actually worth a watch. It's, I, I watch a little bit of it. Yeah. And this guy lied about everything, his whole life to her. That's and, wild. And they got married and it's her kind of going through everything. They so met though, who the, the pan marry? pandemic, right? They, they got 2020. 2020. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, you ever met somebody that you know is a path or, or that you learn is a pathological? And, and yes, I mean, and yes. I mean pathological. Uh, my wife's uh, best friend was dating a pathological liar. Everything about this dude was shady. Yeah, and wow. once you once you find it and you see it, I mean everything, everything that's said, you have to go. Oh man, you got to sit there and decode. Everything that's done. Also, my best friend was about to marry a pathological liar that uh -huh. completely lied about her entire life. <sighs> he wind up dodging a bullet, and they, that's the destination wedding I went to. No way. Man. Man, no. if this destination wedding that you're going to doesn't work out, you're the curse, brother. Mm -hmm. I'm not the curse. If you go to the Dominican and this wedding falls apart. <laughs> it's on you. It's on you. Dude. First off, the wedding that fell apart... That I was at was in Jamaica, a uh, different place. So, oh, oh good okay. point. Good point. Excuse us. Okay. Yep. Okay, man. In this particular situation, well, my best friend, the woman he was about to marry, thank God, did not, uh, was lying to him about employment. So they lived in Manhattan. Oh, that's right. They lived in Manhattan. Uh, her parents had passed away under mysterious circumstances. Okay. That's true. Um, they would go to work together, like as far as like leave at the same time. She and and he would get on a subway train. He would get off and kiss her goodbye, and she bless you. And she uh, was apparently three or four stops down the line. But instead of going to work, she would just get off at the next stop, get back on the subway, <laughs> going the other way, and go home. Jeez, the old well round trip. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a huge lie, but but was she a pathological liar? I mean that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, but pathological means like um, everything. No, they just compulsive. have like this. Yeah, it's it's like this compulsive yeah. need or desire. Almost like it's uh, when you see it in action, it almost looks like the person is addicted. It's a lying. So it's kind yeah, of yeah, and, and isn't even thinking it through. They're not. I'm not. Uh, I remember this person. It's not even. They're not even lies that necessarily benefit the person. They're, They're just, just like lies. the most ridiculous things. Yeah. You go, why? There's no. Why would you lie about this? Lie about no, what they had for breakfast. Yeah, just like little things. Right. Everything. For no reason. 
It seemed like every other thing you had to you had to like decode and decipher. Like, what is real? And and was this just another one of your moments? It's like an addiction. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, or it's a compulsion or something. Yeah, it is. And and it was and that that's that's pathologically lying. Hmm. And when you run into one of those people, you just go, "Oh my gosh!" You you gotta. I mean, nothing. Like, I wonder when they get in too deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, where does it start? They don't. No, but they do. I feel like that's where the compulsion comes from because they start and then they start telling a story. And then to make that story keep adding up, then they keep adding on lies. And then it's like twists and turns and it's crazy. And they can't keep, there's no way they have the capacity to keep track of it all. Or how exhausting that would be to keep track. Right. It just gets wild. And and the worst thing is you can see them lying to themselves. Mm. You know, like they believe it. They right. they buy into all I of had it. eggs benedict for breakfast. Like I saw you eat a bowl of cornflakes. Right. Nah. And they'll argue with it. <laughs> and they'll argue. They'll argue it, yeah. Nah. It was eggs. It's the I think it was a bowl of eggs. Oh, it was I ate cornflakes after the eggs benedict. Like, yeah, but I was saw I was with you all of breakfast. I there are people like that. I wonder it's if just... they're also sociopaths then. Sometimes. I don't know. But, but I mean, it's a disorder. When well, you... they lie so much, they actually believe their own lies. That's, yeah. that's what I mean, dude. And, that's, that's wild. And I know, I know, so I've, okay, I've, I've had experience with a, a real pathological liar. Like it looked like a disorder. And everyone that came into this person's orbit eventually just goes, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. And then I've seen also and had experience with, with people that, Say big lies and do the thing like your 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 friends gal did, and like they have to buy into it so much so they can sleep at night. And I think that's socio that right. that's a sociopath. That's not a pathological liar. That's somebody that's lying to benefit themselves, and they have to tell themselves that they did it for a good reason mm. or or that they didn't do it so they can sleep at night. Well, Scott goes around saying he's got a twelve inch dong, that's so right. he can sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Wait, and I how do you know him. he's lying? No, I'm no. I'm I know. I'm serious. I, I hope he's because he said he was serious. That's how you know he's not lying. <laughs> you know I'm not I'm lying. serious. Yeah, I there's ways to hide bulges and I figured it out. <laughs> wow. For those of us for those of us with daughters, um I I, I guess <laughs> teaching or tell you know, having a talk with your daughter about how to speak to men. Have you ever had a discussion like that with your with your mom? No. I don't know how I put this like Okay. Think about teens on the phone today versus back in the nineteen fifties. Okay. This right here is from, from, from public TV back in 1957. It's a mom talking to her daughter about when boys are going to start to call the house. The this best is, years. This is so old school. Now, listen, <laughs> again, this is from 1957. Listen to this mom talk to this daughter. I know how it is. Before long, you'll be able to talk like the wind with any boy who calls you up. Now, believe me, you will. Right now, while you're becoming an adult, you know. The thing to do if you're worried about this phone business is to try to think of a way of getting the better of it. Oh, what sort of way? Well, why don't you pretend that uh, whoever calls you is Tom? Have the feeling that you're talking to your brother. I don't think that would work. I just ran out of words again. Oh, well, it may not work, but there's no harm in trying, is there? Nobody's going to call me up anyway. Oh, Judy. Yes, they will. (laughs) Pathological liar. I'm going to run out of words. Something none of us are saying these days. <laughs> no, I never had a conversation like that. I mean, if anything, the conversation Lauren, boys was, are going to start calling the house. Yeah. Oh, and they did. I love talking on the phone. Well, now you have to have you know the talk with your your kids about you know the apps. Sure. And social media. Yeah. My mom did have that talk with me about because my friend Megs and I used to get on the chats, 
And this is when the internet was like the true Wild West. Yeah. And it was dial up and you acted like you were 35 when you were 16. And, you know, you'd go in there and it was like. Oh, AOL? Yeah. Well, no, it was chat rooms, like yeah. actual, you know, niche chat rooms. And we would right. go into the dirty ones and we'd be like, see what was going on in yeah. there. And my mom's like, you can't be doing this. You can't be on the apps <laughs> talking dirty you with You can't be in the adults. chat rooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole. We didn't have to worry about. No, not back in the, you know. I mean, we did. We mid- were on the cusp. We were yeah. straddling the line. Did you ever, back I want to know if 90s. this was just my hometown. The girls would call my house and, like, pretend to be girls from other towns that, like, what? had a crush um, on me. Did you ever do that? Maybe. We used to do pranks like that. This guy. I don't huh? know if that's Humble wow. brag. <laughs> Humble brag. Was, yeah. I feel like they were trying to make fun of me. Impressive. I didn't feel like a, I would be like, I'd girls would call up and, like, be like, this is, my name's Victoria. I'm from Pinckneyville. And I'd be like, okay, what's up? And she's like, nothing. I stick you're cute. And I want to know. I was like, they were, I couldn't tell what was going on, what the point of it was. They wanted to talk to you, but they, they didn't want to talk to you as themselves, I bet. They was wanted that to it? make Character. Yeah, probably. It was like making up nervous. an alter ego. Oh, I just assumed it was like a slumber party prank, like let's call some boys. Turns out it was Chad from Taylorville. Yeah. Hey, um, guess what? Chad from what's Taylorville, up, Chad? huh? <laughs> Chad? Taylorville. Uh, Be yourself, Chad. <laughs> is there a Taylorville? I said no if that was a thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, Taylorville. Did you you did that? Uh I don't know if I did specifically that, but yeah, we would I would always act like somebody's mom. Okay. I would call and be like, you know, I would act older, try to, and we failed miserably at the prank call. Back yeah, I mean, it was clearly a prank call. Like halfway through, I'm like, who is this? What is the point of this? Mm. You know, but oh, it was like, I didn't know if that was just like a thing girls yeah. did. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't too mean spirited. I was a master. Were you? No, I liked, prank, I did like jerky prank, boy, caller, prank dude. calls. Yeah. You could still do a good prank call dude, in your yeah. 40s. Listen, I, uh, I called my friends. <clears throat> Johnny Venus had, uh, his sister had a Barbie phone that had a voice changer on it. And uh, I improv'd a, uh, a call to a friend. This is a good, this is a dude that we ate lunch with every single day. Love this guy. Called him. I convinced this guy that he won a golden key from a Chevrolet, you know, the Camaros <laughs> over in Crestwood Plaza. You know, you like enter to win a Camaro or something. Okay. I convinced him that he won a, Cam- uh, a key. And he had to come down to Sears to listen to a uh, a two hour <laughs> a two, two a, a two hour thing, and at the end of that, he'd get his golden key, yeah. and one in five one of these five keys is going to unlock that Camaro. Now, if he doesn't get the Camaro, he's there's cash prizes or TVs. I mean, I did this whole thing. I had him on the phone for twenty wow. minutes, and I made him answer questions. I was like, "You fit the quota perfectly," because I at the time I was doing like marketing research, you know, so I like kind of knew like the quota spiel, and I was like, "You won." Like, you won one of the golden keys. You got to come on down here Thursday, uh, 4 p.m., Sears. And I gave him directions and everything. Yeah. Well, he went. Ah, poor guy. Uh, <laughs> you won. It's okay. He smashed pretzels over my head the next day. And we. Any Ann's pretzels? Uh, no, he had a, like a, <laughs> we came into class the next morning. And and uh, he was in front of me. And first hour, I still remember this. And I, I leaned over to John. I go, watch this, watch this. <laughs> I go, man. I got a call last night about uh, about going to this thing. I almost won a golden key, but they had already filled the the person sixteen to nineteen quota. Somebody, I guess, won it before. And yeah. and dude, he slowly turns around and goes, "It was me. I won the golden key." I go, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> he goes, "I went down. I couldn't find. I couldn't find where they're doing the seminar. I couldn't find it, man. I missed oh, out." That's and so good. We started cracking up, mm-hmm. and then he realized the joke was on him, and the pretzels uh, were on me. Well. Damn. It was awesome. 
That's beautiful. He actually made the trek. He went. <laughs> actually went. That oh, is for He went to God. Did you guys ever? I'd make the trek for Camaro. <laughs> Do you talk on the phone a lot to girls, like growing up, like your girlfriends and whatnot? Uh, I remember my first girlfriend, Amanda Rivera, who uh, was thrust upon me at, in sixth grade. Well, everybody was kind of hooking up. Sure. Like, not, I mean, not like, like hooking date, up, like but like going out. Here's your girlfriend. Yeah. You know, Amanda likes you. She wants to be your girlfriend. And everybody else had a girlfriend. I'm like, okay. And then it was, I remember the day it happened. Yeah. I was warned that Amanda was going to call you. Oh, my gosh. You're going <laughs> Amanda out was going to call you that night. And I was so nervous. And I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to say. Oh. I hated it. So cute. I hated it. <laughs> you used to fall asleep on the phone, like on a Saturday night. Like, oh, we're going to talk to you like 3 in the morning. And my then you fall asleep. My high school girlfriend was like, don't hang up. I just want to hear you. I know. I, I just want to hear you game. breathing. What a bunch of freaks. <laughs> I didn't have my own line. Oh, I didn't yeah. have my own line. You know. They were listening. Get off the phone. All right. <laughs> I didn't have any privacy. Our phone was like on the wall in the living room, which was the room everyone was in because it was a very, like, you try to go around the corner into the kitchen and, like, talk. You know what I mean? Like, like I didn't have a phone in my room either. My friend, my best friend had a phone in his room, and that was dope. That's when we were, like, his parents didn't care. Girls could call at, like, one in the morning, mm. and they wouldn't, like, They'd, they'd pick up sometimes, but they wouldn't, like, come in there and tell us to get off the phone. or Like, that would never fly at my house. Yeah, man. Can you imagine? Never. Can you imagine being in high school and the phone rings at 1 a.m. and it's somebody calling for you? <laughs> and it's every phone in the house is ringing, not yeah. just, like, Yeah, that's what I mean. Phone. Like, the whole house. Yeah. Like, if my uh, phone rang after 9 p.m., my mom would get pissed. Oh, yeah. My phone, the phone's Who's my, calling after 9 o'clock? My childhood, I don't know. Yeah, my childhood house was really small, and uh, and the, the phones in there were really loud, like louder than a current alarm would be. <clears throat> so it would be like setting off an alarm, a burglar alarm. Right. Anytime the phone You couldn't deafen it either, you know? It was like that, those ha- those rotary phones only had one level, and it was loud as hell. Yeah, yeah. we had a rotary mm-hmm. one on the downstairs wall, and uh, it was a split level. And then on the upstairs, we had one in the kitchen that was loud, like the di- like the, oh, yeah. the like the nineties digital beep. It was like there was an actual bell inside the phone that like, and a thing hit it, like inside the phone, and there was you know when a gazillion decibels. The occasion hear it from next door. The occasional friend calling it like ten oh two. You know you pick up and go, dude, you can't call this late, man. What's wrong with you? I actually think outside the house we could hear the phone ring. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was made designed that way. Yeah. yeah. When did you guys get cordless phones? Because those were pretty oh, sweet for privacy. My grandma got the first cordless phone in my life. And, dude, I thought I was living. I don't know dude. what year it was. Was it the gray one? Yeah. Like the, you know, the, with the, it was like the, the mouthpiece had dark gray out? and then yeah. it was white on the back. Yep. You had to pull and the, the metal, antenna and out. The metal antenna. Yeah. yeah. I was walking around. I'm like... Calling my girlfriend to go. Guess where I am right now? I'm in the backyard. I couldn't. I couldn't wait to we tell. We talk her about whatever we want right hey, now. Hey, the the like cordless phone was just for when you're talking. That phone better be back on the cradle and charging. Right. Oh yeah, and charging. Oh my gosh, my back dad on the charger. Why is the phone not on the cradle? I don't know. And those, <laughs> where's the phone? That was texting then too. That's what's crazy is like I remember being on the just being happy to be on the phone with like a girl. And it would be okay to have, like, long silences. The same way we text now, the mm-hmm. way we use text is, like, you don't have to respond right away. Or it's, like, that's why we do that instead of talking mm-hmm. on the phone. There wasn't, like, a need to fill the air with conversation mm-hmm. constantly because you were just ha- – it was such a cool thing. To it was just, slower. It was much slower. Yeah. And it was okay to be, like, what are you doing? I'm just hanging out watching the show. And then it would be, like, it'd be quiet for a minute. Right. And then somebody would bring something up. And it was just, like, a you were having a real – you were hanging out. Over the phone. Right. right. And like now you cannot do that. You have to get 
to the point. No one wants to talk to you on the phone anymore like that. Like I do. Text messaging. I do. I like it too, and then that makes I me weirdo. I don't want to. Talk. My buddy and I, we have a, like a once a month. We'll have an hour plus conversation. He lives in Vermont. We'll just catch up, you know. And and I'll drive. I'm ever on a long up. road trip. I'll call my friends and yeah. just. I know who I can call and who nah, doesn't. Just send like me. I'd rather get a text message. Send me a text. Um, yeah, you're not this person I would call. Nah. If you had a secret you needed to tell somebody, who would you confide in other than your animals? Mm. Who knows your biggest number of secrets? My therapist. Legally binding secret keeper. Yep. Who knows your biggest amount of secrets? Is it your mom? No. Is it Tim? He knows a lot. Yeah, he knows most <laughs> of them, I would say. No, but, I you thought know. you said not our significant other. No, no, I said not your animals. Oh, okay. I don't know how you equated animals or significant other, but... <laughs> well, you've seen Tina eat. Uh... <laughs> Who knows your biggest number of secrets? Definitely my wife. No secrets. Really? For sure. None. Yeah, my wife. My wife knows everything. Zero. Yeah. Hmm. Like I'm thinking back. Like what does he? What have I not told him for my past that yeah, needs yeah. to be regurgitated in the year 2024? <laughs> like some things are better left just dead in the past, right? I mean, what do you dig stuff up from your past and go, okay, I gotta, I gotta make sure I tell this person everything. If it has no uh, impact on uh, them at all. No, but I mean, no, but there's zero. It's to, it's total freedom, total freedom. Yeah. I guess in the context of the question, you're right. It's see, like secrets you would want to tell. So in a new poll, 32 percent of people say their spouse or partner knows the largest number of their secrets. Yeah. Well, if she were to ever ask me anything, sure. Yeah, uh, if she were to ask I, me, I wouldn't I'm not hold, I wouldn't hold right. anything. Sure, sure. 18 percent say a friend knows the most secrets. 11 percent of people claim they don't have any secrets. Now, when broken down by gender, men are more likely to confide in a partner or a parent, while women are more likely to share secrets with a friend or a sibling. Yeah. Women are also slightly more likely to confide in a child, one of their children, mm. I'm, I'm assuming. Jackie. That's my sister, <laughs> that's for my sure. Mom. I don't think that's super healthy. Yeah. I, oh, I've, seen, I've seen the fallout from, from parents putting heavy stuff on kids. That's not good. Right. Me and my mom became... Uh, we crossed the friend threshold a little early because I was the oldest, and, you know, like she, she, to her credit, she just didn't have anybody to talk to. And I love her. And it's not on her. But it was like there was some stuff that came across the uh, conference table. Like, Mom, I'm 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I'm thinking of divorcing your dad. How do you feel about that? And I'm like, let me put down my Ninja Turtles and think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, let's talk about it, Jackie. Let's get into it. He now, is kind of a. A-hole. I'll now, tell you. I have the, a little the, more freedom. The breakdown was similar when asked, who are you most likely to talk to first when you have a personal problem? And when asked who knows you the best, 41% say their partner was the, was the most popular answer. But again, men more were more likely to say that. 11% of women said it's a kid. Hmm. Only 5% of men said that. A kid? Yeah. Knows you the best? Like 11% of women said it's a, it's a child. So again, one of their children. Hmm. Who knows? Who knows mommy best? Well, then that plays into what you just said about your mom, Rafe. Yeah. I mean, my mom, too, when she was a single mom and I was her only child, and she had to, you know, she had to tell me what was going on. I had to be kind of in the know because that was my, I was fast. on tandem with her, you know, so. Yeah, 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 but, but, but secrets? 
Like, are we talking about secrets? Yeah, there's a whole no. side of your mom you don't know about. The yeah. freaky side. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing for, like, information that has to do with your family. Oh, <laughs> I need to tell you something. Gosh. <laughs> or your situation. You know what I'm saying? But, like... But like secrets, like heavy, heavy stuff. Um, no, I, my mom didn't like lay on the the secrets thick back then. But she would tell me adult things that were going on in her life that I had no business as yeah. a child needing to know. What, and did there you feel is. like it was emotional weight, emotional baggage? Um, yeah, because that's the, yeah, I guess that's so. Heavy boy. Yeah, but also it was her survival. Like I don't think that that was wrong of her. I don't judge her for that. I think same. You know. Well, speaking of thick, I have a friend. Now. Do you guys tell? I digress. What? I have like a best, I would say my best friend, I have had the same best friend since I was a kid. Uh, he knows a lot. Like we could. Probably knows more about you than Tina. I would say so, probably. Yeah. We could probably, we could bury each other. Yeah. Because like, he knows all the childhood secrets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. stuff. Stuff that wouldn't come up in conversation. There's no need for it to come up. Yeah. Right. Where you're just like, hey man, stuff got weird at that one party. But we don't ever have to talk about that, right? <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, we ain't ever going to talk about that. I mean, Moon holds a lot of mine. You know, and oh, yeah, but it's the stuff from the past you just don't think about ever. <laughs> he doesn't remember any of them, yeah. He goes, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then, not uh, Mark that monumental and for me, video Joey, they know me know pretty good. But that's the great thing about telling me secrets is I'm gonna forget them, they're safe well, with Scott, me. All the felonies he committed, tell them <laughs> right. to me again, yeah. <laughs> I'll be there to go, Really, I'll be surprised, <laughs> yeah, man, you were there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to get to this before we, before we move on. Uh, new data has finally put to bed the age old debate does size really matter? And the controversial topic has long caused a divide among men and women, but researchers have just released stats that prove the issue isn't actually about what's in a man's pants, but instead lies in what women prefer. Okay. So academics at the University of Kent have just released a groundbreaking study that where? University of Kent. 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 Okay. K-E-N-T. Got it. Debunk some of the biggest myths about sexual pleasure for women. So by analyzing 265 sex toys, the study assessed factors such as size, material, price, and customer reviews to uncover what women really like in bed. And the findings were very revealing, showing circumference trumps length and importance when it comes to women's preferences. Yes. I mean... I have no dog in this fight. This dispels the long-held belief that bigger is better hmm. in the context of sexual satisfaction. Okay. In the context of length. Right. With or length. Because you just said size matters. You size matters in terms of length. Girth. It's all about the girth, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Show me girth. Show me, Show me girth. girth. Yeah. yeah. The tuna can boys reign supreme. <laughs> Researchers concluded that women do not place considerable emphasis on larger penis size. Hmm. In fact, that this this revelation comes after it was found the average penis length has increased over the past 30 years. Oh, hmm. good for you guys. Researchers <laughs> published in the World Journal of Men's Health last year discovered that the average penis size has grown 24% over wow. 30 years. What's that do to soy milk? What is it? Yes, they actually said, you know, that's not a good thing. Any overall change in development is concerning because our reproductive system is one of the most important pieces of human biology. If we're seeing this fast of a change, it means that something powerful <laughs> is happening to our bodies. He says erect penile length is getting longer from an average of 4.8 inches to 6 inches over the past 29 years. 
they're studying to figure out why, you know, what's doing this. Why is why is dong length getting bigger or getting longer? You know, you you would assume that seeing a decline in length instead of uh, you know, like a, a decline, increase in length is is bad, basically. Huh. Uh, could be uh, pesticides, chemical exposure. Um, such chemicals disrupt the endocrine system, which regulates hormones. Uh, so they're not, they're not sure, huh. you know, what's happening. But Maybe the microplastics are building up on your dongs. On your dong? You know? Could they're, be. They're not sure what's happening, but men don't want it to stop. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> cool. <laughs> does size matter? <laughs> to men, it does. To men, it does. You know, I don't care what study. Yeah. What's the... All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap her up with the sex toy of the week. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. This thing is cool. This is a doozy. Well, I think it's a nice gift. We'll see after the break. All right, sex toy of the week is next. Also, uh, 9 o'clock, we'll talk to our buddy Joe Litvak, who's the guy who produces the Evolution Fest, and they will uh, unveil the lineup for the Evolution Fest this morning. Are you ready to start a new life, a new career? Centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months. Not four years, four months. Now, if you just got out of the military, you're looking for a civilian job, or even just trying to figure out what to do next, Centric's got you. A lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric's classes also provide structure and a routine which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You can use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education. It's so easy. And Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to Centric.com slash Riz. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash Riz. Hey, this is Harlem Williams, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. It kind of sounds like rubbing a beard into a ceiling fan with baby owl feathers. Oh, and happy birthday, Riz. So, Riz Show Live is happening on uh, Saturday over the pageant, presented by Yingling and Hat Launch. So, we uh, kind of teased before Scott will be attempting to break a couple records. Yeah. Riz Show Live. Woo! Uh, we're trying to get a uh, representative from the Guinness World Records book there. Right. Like, we may have to fly a dude in. Thank Worth you guys. it. No, I, I really do appreciate it. Like, if, he, if he's going to set a record, it's going to be... It has to be official. It's got to be yeah. official. Yeah. And I, I see so, so grateful. Thank you. Uh, you know, there was controversy uh, as far as the world's oldest dog goes. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the Guinness World Records people have stripped a late dog's world's oldest dog title due to insufficient evidence uh, around his age. So, Bobby was a purebred race of Portuguese guard dog, was declared the oldest back in October after his death of 31 years, 165 days. A 31-year-old dog. Even then, we, I, we're all like, what? Yeah. Hmm. 31 years old. Now, how old's your dog? 16? Yeah, he's getting up there. 
Got him in April of 08. Ah, it's getting up there. What's that make him? 16. In April, he'll be 17, right? April. Wait, 18? No, 16. Yeah. Maybe it was 07. I'll have to go back and look. So years in dog years. 31. So the first year of a medium dog is equal to 15. Hang on. So 31 years in dog years. It says 86, but that that's that doesn't seem right. That's wrong. 31, 31 is, I mean, come on. So the deceased dog's title has now been revoked as um, correspondence and investigations by veterinarians questioned. Like, dude, this ain't real. <laughs> Evidence submitted for Bobby's age was well, was, was all sourced to microchip data from the Portuguese government database. The probe found Bobby's microchip was installed in 2022 when Portugal did not require proof of age for dogs born prior to 08. A 31-year-old dog would be 137 years in yeah, human no. Years. Get the f*** out of here. No. Owner is a liar. And Guinness ain't having it. You're out. <laughs> You're out. This is not my ass. This is not an award to be taken lightly. No. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's a big deal. Yeah. So Bobby's owner was notified, but Guinness says, uh, they happen to review any evidence, you know, you could supply to prove the age, but as of now, no, nobody's believing you, buddy. Uh-uh. Yeah, what, what is, Guinness, the Guinness World Records, that is the Guinness Beer Company, right? Yeah. Let's so see. what's the or, what's the origin there? Is it like uh, just, you know, buddies drinking, proving things? It was something, let's see, originally the Guinness Book of Records, ultimate authority on record-breaking achievements, starting out as an idea for a book of facts to solve arguments in pubs. Right, okay, that makes sense. The idea came in the 50s. Let's see. I mean, it's brilliant marketing. Yeah. Is it basically Irish people fighting? Yes. The managing director of the Guinness Brewery attended a shooting <laughs> party in County Wexford. There, he and his host argued about the fastest game bird in Europe and failed to find an answer in any reference book. Right. Recalling the argument, fighting. yeah. Recording, re recalling the argument, he had an idea for the a Guinness promotion based on the idea of settling pub arguments, and invited, uh, blah 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 blah, researchers to compile a book of facts and figures. I will say kudos to Guinness because this is attractive to children. Like I remember the school school fairs, I would go and buy this book every year, see the new records, and I had no clue until you know you're like your teenager and adult that you find out that. Guinness Beer Company is the one that has this book. Yeah. So they do a good job of not, I don't know, advertising to kids. Not having anything to do with beer. Yeah. Other than the, the other than the, the name. Yeah. Right. It's pretty neat. Other Dude, our school. I mean, it was a big. It was a big deal in elementary school every year. Oh, did the, the fair, the book fair. Yeah, you were like, our oh, our, our class better get that because yeah. if you had, I mean, if you had free time while everybody else is finishing their math quiz or something, what else are you gonna do? You're going to go in the back of the room, you're going to find the, the, the world record book and When find the book silly. fair came to school, the Guinness Book of World Records was always something that was bought. Definitely. Always. It's every ridiculous. Year. <laughs> All right, Rafe. Ready to put a capper on uh, Sex Dumb Fun Facts? Let's do it. Let's brother. do it. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. All right, Rafe, what do we got this week? What a treat we have this week. Coming off of Valentine's Day and heading into March, let's get back to business with the Fetish Fantasy Double Delight Strap-On. Fetish Fantasy Double Delight Strap-On. Here, you, I don't know if you looked in the packet, but oh. we'll let everybody see that. Wow. Over 40,000 sold. Yeah. 
3.5 stars out of 5, 433 reviews, 64.99 on adamandeve.com or other places that sex toys and apparatus must be sold. Penetration pleasure for both of you. Description. Let your fantasies fly free. If both of you love deep thrills, this double-ended strap-on dildo is sure to please. Double the curved, realistic-type phalluses let you each fill up on the best thrusty fun together. Put on the fantasy mask and check your inhibitions <laughs> at the door. Mask, I'm assuming, sold separately. No, comes free with the... Uh, oh, comes free with. We'll what, oh. what a deal. What a deal, indeed. Wearing this strap-on means you're stuffed with a rubber dildo, one that's aimed right at your spot. At the same time, you'll have a prominent purple wang pointing up at the ceiling. That's got to feel wickedly good. Your double delight strap-on is great for all types of play in a variety of positions, but since these dildos aren't small, you'll want to take it slow at first and use plenty of water-based lube. Hint, there's plenty in Adam and Eve if you need to restock. <laughs> of course there is. Especially with backdoor play. You'll both want to go slow and easy. Try warming up with smaller toys and adjusting positions until you both find one that's mind-melting. When you're feeling adventurous, you can try this double dildo out in the shower, too. For easier cleanup, slip a condom on both dildos before playing. Don't be afraid to combine the fun of this toy with sex toys like vibrators, handcuffs, or whatever your imagination brings you to for those totally explosive results. Okay. All right. Pretty good description. Let's get to some reviews. First review titled, Oh My God. When this... Well, this toy is the, well, you know the next word. My wife and I have used strap-ons on the regular, but this one hits the spot on a man like you wouldn't believe. They used it on the regular? I don't even know where the regular yeah. is. How do you find the regular? My wife had me on my up. back, lying on the edge of the bed, using it like a good woman should. I was holding my legs in the air. And I was in heaven, uh, so man, I got I should have I should have cut that lot out, that last line out. That must have been the wow. regular. If <laughs> you're iffy about this, don't say that word after the about. Huh? Did you drop that? Should I? Uh... If you're no, iffy I, I about play, this will make you happy. Oh yeah, and she got off two five stars. Kyle Vaness. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Happy swinging New Year. That's the next one. Five stars out of five. My wife and I rung in the New Year with her lesbian girlfriend and a couple new to swinging. The girls in the garter stockings and heels loved it on each other and put one hell of a show on for the boys. It was a bit large for our new friend, but I thought it a fine I thought it fine on all fours and on my back. Bless Gordon you. P. Bless you, bless ye. Five stars. But it only had 3.5 out of 5. And I don't want to just... I want to give an unbiased review here. So I'm going to give you a bad review. Real naughty one. Way too wide for my back door. <laughs> Two stars out of five. Verified buyer. Mm -hmm. I bought this for my girlfriend and I. It's far too thick. For the naughty hole. <laughs> for the naughty hole. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts like hell. And it never stops being uncomfortable. I recommend a smaller circumference dildo. Ouch! <laughs> K. Scott. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that. There you go. That's your fetish fantasy double delight strap on. All right. Run out and get you one of the week. 
Wait to, Ray, if we had to dump out a little of that. It's amazing that you that you went into that after talking about Guinness, uh, the the world record thing. Yeah. The, the guy. Oh, uh, we dumped. It, the guy who started. I had to dump out a little part of that. His name is Sir Hugh Beaver. Really? Hugh Beaver. Hugh Beaver. Hugh Beaver. That's a Hugh Beaver. That's a Hugh Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> How many uh, copies is Guinness sold? Uh, as of this article, it looks like, um, I mean, it was best-selling annual book. Uh, let's see, they have 12 million YouTube subscribers, blah, 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 blah. 153 million books sold to yeah, date globally. I believe it. Nice. I believe it. Mm. 69 years of record-breaking authority. 66,000 active record titles on the database. Plenty, yeah. plenty to choose from there. Yeah, yeah. Scott. Got your work cut out for you. And each one of those. All right, listen, we got to take a break. We'll come back, uh, some of your emails, and we'll find out about this Evolution Fest thing. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Evolution Fest, big day. The uh, the lineup has been announced, or will be announced. It's out. Oh, it's out. Okay, thanks, Larry. Follow me for more tips. Yep. Hey, Scott, keep your uh, your eye out for our guest. Okay. We should be coming in a second now. We'll get all the, uh, all the particulars about the Evolution Fest. Happening in September, I believe. End of September. Last year, great success. I know I was there for the first day with the Black Crows and Black Keys. Rafe was there for Ice Cube. Yeah. Awesome. But a bigger lineup this year. We'll get all the uh, all the ins and outs on the Evolution Fest in just a couple minutes here. Uh, while we wait, Moon emails. Emails. We have. Are brought to you by Kloss Furniture. Lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. Uh, let's see. Moonman, ask Riz what his go-to order from Cat's Deli. Oh. I'm looking into ordering some stuff. Thanks. Pastrami on rye with mustard. That's it. That's cool. it. That's it. Get the half-sour pickles. Uh, get a knish. Uh, if you want matzo ball soup, I'm, I'm not going to say no to that. Dude, everything's great over there. Get a Reuben. What's a knish? I feel like that's something you fall into. A knish is a wonderful dish. Slightly muddy. <laughs> ah, it's like a, it's potato. It's like uh I stepped right in this knish. It's a potato. Uh, it's a pillowy. Stop doing that with your hands. I'm uh, trying to describe I, 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 it. I'm Italian. Like it. I talk with my hands. Like what do you want from me? No, that's not. Uh, you're, that's something. I'm here's what it is. It's mashed potatoes wrapped in a paper-thin dough and then baked or fried. Knishes can be round or square. They have fillings such as cheese, kasha, sweet potatoes, mushrooms, spinach, broccoli, and cabbage. Yeah, regular knish from, from Katz's. It's uh, square. You do this with your hands too many times, it looks like you're, you got marshmallow paste stuck on your yeah, fingers and you're trying to get it out. <laughs> I was like making like, like how would you say it? Like, I got things in my hands. <laughs> That's how I think, okay? If he tie, had he shut an Italian guy up, you, you tie his arms behind his back. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Katz's Deli in New York is one of those tourist traps, but it's one of those tourist traps that it's a reason it. for it. Yeah. I mean, I will go and wait, in, wait, wait in line there for it. What do you Man. think about the cronut? I feel like I never had one. Oh, the cronut was, had its day. It was a cronut donut. I thought it was going to be legit. Donut. Big time. Me thing. too, and I couldn't wait for it to go Midwest. That was you know? a croissant donut. Yes. It just, I, and people will wait in New York City at this one particular bakery for hours. I know. I, I, that was way after I left. Cats has been around for over 100 years. Worth it. Pastrami on rye, mustard. Next.
Let's stay with food. Hey, guys, wanted to get some input from you guys. I am currently on a quest to visit every single pizza place in the St. Louis area by the end of the year. I call it the St. Louis Pizza Tour of 2024. <laughs> cool. Uh, now this tour only. How'd you come up with that name? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a creative okay, one. Marketing genies are what? <laughs> now this tour only uh, includes standalone pizza places, no chains, no, no chains. bars, or Italian restaurants unless they are well known for their pizza. I really want to do this because I feel a lot of small pizza restaurants in the St. Louis area that people may not have heard of, and I hope to shed uh, light on. So, like, no Dewey's. Dewey's uh, right. There's a bunch of those. Yeah, I bet I, I would count that in this. Yeah. What's the rules? No chains. No, no. They said no chains, no bars, or Italian restaurants unless they're well known for the pizza. My question for you guys is: What are some small St. Louis pizza places that you don't think a lot of people may have heard of that don't get enough recognition? Thanks, guys. Three out of five uh, pizza slices. Pizza Babble on Instagram. Man, I've hey, been by the way, that Pizzarelli place. By the way, um, you know I I love emos, and we wanted we wanted some thin crust. My son's like, we've had too much emos. Do do something else. Let's get some Domino's. And I love Domino's, typically. I'm always raving about their app and all that. Worst pizza experience I've had. Really? Oh, Dude, this last weekend. Thumbs down, huh? It, just, it was the, the worst pizza experience I've had in How? 10 years. I got a pizza experience. It was so bad. bad. Was it doughy? That it changed. How bad I, was it? I thought that there was no bad pizza. Like, I thought even a bad pizza, is it's pizza, right. it's, it's fine. This was not worth finishing. I threw oh. a half a pizza away. Was it stuffed crushed? No, no, no. It was, it was thin crust uh, buffalo chicken, and it was, everything was wrong. The chicken was bad. It's, it was just... It was not worth eating, and I have not had that. I don't think I've ever had that. I don't. I don't think I've ever had a pizza not worth eating. This guy need, or is this, I'm assuming this is a man. They need to go to Pizza Head on South Grand. Pizza Head's great. And uh, and just get yourself a slice at that window, dude. It is so good. I've heard good things about Pie Guy. Oh, Pie Guy. Where's that? Good. Is that down on it's the on, uh, in the Grove? In they the catered Grove. Uh, Flyover Fest. It's very very good. Hi guys, good. Mellow Mushroom. It's technically, there's a couple of them. I don't think that would constitute it's a chain. Yeah, that's a chain. It's I thought it was a chain. It I thought, was a, I thought right, there was a nationwide well, oh, chain. Oh, yeah, it is. It is a nationwide chain. Scratch it. Scratch it. it Take it off the list. Burn it down. <laughs> You're out, Mellow Mushroom. You're out. Uh, Blackthorn, if you want deep dish, is really, really, it's crazy, but it's like a, your pizza will weigh 27 pounds. It's insane. Yeah, it's a casserole. And Frank and Helen's it's a good New one. City is pretty good. Uh, the only authentic... Uh, like Neapolitan style pizza is at Noto, like actually stamp of approval from a dude in Italy. Uh, huh. I will tell you, Felix's in Dogtown. Oh yeah, pizza by the slice. Don't they got really good pizza there? And it's they what serve other Epic? things, but I pizza is definitely their mainstay. Doesn't Epic have a window? Epic's great. They do have a window. That's Epic's a Soulard, got a window. Is right? it Soulard? Soulard. Mm -hmm. Right around the corner from Mission Taco. I think yeah. it might be the same owner actually. Yeah. Uh... I think they own um, East Coast Pizza, too. You could be right, man. Dude, there are a lot of good pizza places. I'm telling you, man. There are a lot of good pizza places. Yeah, I've heard there. good things about this Pizzoli and here And here place. he is to talk about the best pizza places in St. Louis. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Litvag. What's up, dude? Yo. Pizza yeah, what's... what's oh, so give them the parameters. Uh, okay, it said no chains, uh, no Italian restaurants or bars unless they are well known for their pizza. This guy is looking for small pizza restaurants throughout the St. Louis area that people may not have heard of. 
He's on a pizza tour. He's and it's called tour. the St. Louis Pizza Tour of 2024. There's no emos. I mean, my problem is I'm not one of those, I love food, but I'm not one of those guys that like goes into the nooks and crannies to try to find incredible restaurants. I'm too lazy. Mm. Uh-huh. So I, I go for sort of surface. So I would say for me, and I'm sure this is no surprise, but it would be Katie's. Oh, Katie's great. Yeah. Yeah. Katie's got, yeah, good wood-fired pizza there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, and they I feel got like I've disappointed you guys. No, 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 no. no, man, no, no. no. In fact, we didn't, we didn't mention. Was, I'm disappointed in myself for not saying Katie's. Right. Well, you should be. <laughs> 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 no, and they got a good, a good uh, variety of stuff over there, Katie's. Oh yeah, they do. So, anyway, they do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, concert producer, promoter extraordinaire, Joel Litvak. Thank Thanks for those three applause. I appreciate it. Very excited to have you here. Have to put the old man glasses. Put on. Put the old man glasses on. Let's get let's get into it. First off, Evolution Fest. Evolution. Last Fest. year, what a blast I had. Did you? Well, let's talk about last year. So last year, remember? I'm, I'm, hey, remember when it rained? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's bring remember, that. Up. Remember, oh, remember I when remember. it rained the first <laughs> the first half of the day? Yes. Uh, it was uh, it was an interesting uh, morning and early afternoon, but then it was fine. Then it was great. What a great. That, that first day, that Saturday, was such a great, it was a great night. It really was. I mean, uh, you know, when things come together with after so much planning and so much preparation, when things come together the way you're hoping they come together, it really is an amazing feeling. And for me, I think, you know, I, I, people ask me all the time, why would you get into this business? It's I, you like I, torturing yourself. Yes, that <laughs> all this gray hair at the age of 24. Yeah. Right. Uh, it. But it, it's the goosebump moments. Yeah. That, you know, when, when we've all gotten them when we're at a show that we love or whatever, and it's just, you know, the artist that you love walks out on stage, and it's like you just feel goosebumps all yeah. over your body. That's what I love for, I love it myself. I love creating that feeling You're for other fan. people. Right. And I love doing it for other people. So walking around the the crowd, you know, walking through the house while both the Black Crows and the Black Keys mm. were on stage last year on on um, Saturday night and when Brandy was on stage on Sunday night. It's just like you could feel it. Like there was just this electricity yeah. that was in the air. And it's you can't manufacture that. Like that's that's the secret sauce that makes festivals sort of stand out in people's minds. Yeah, so. we walked in, uh, had a couple had a couple adult uh, beverages. Just a couple. Just a lot, a lot. My wife drive home, uh, drove home that night. Uh, just a lot, a just lot. Just a lot. <laughs> uh, man, I remember watching Modern English. Oh, yeah. Who was great. And then walking over to the other side and watching Sugar Hill Gang. I know. I mean, uh, Sugar Hill Gang. It, it was it, awesome. It, I mean, it's it's one of, those, one of those acts that everybody is still talking about. And they deserve so much respect. And, you know, uh, last year being the 50th anniversary of hip hop, it was just it was an automatic, and it was it was one of the huge hits of the festival that people keep talking about. And Rafe went there on the Sunday and saw Ice Cube. Cube, yeah, he was, was awesome, awesome too. He had a good time. He really did. He enjoyed it. He had a good time, and I had a good time watching parents grab their kids and run <laughs> when some of the NWA stuff. Started. Yeah. How awesome! And I was like. That's on you, dude. Like, yeah, you knew what you, you knew. Ice Cube was playing. They've you seen, know what you're they, yeah, they saw too many Ice Cube's family movies. Yeah, well, that, that's how they know Ice Cube. Probably yeah. is an actor. Not, not I was a watching rapper. a Muffet and run. <laughs> and I was like, "There's plenty of room up front, guys." I just saw 30 strollers heading for the hills, and well, that was honestly, awesome. That's why we don't promote Evolution Festival to kids. But no, you know. it was it was amazing, yeah. and then nobody was mad. It was just funny no, for me to great. watch because I was like. 
We're going to watch the guy from Are We There Yet? Yeah, are we yeah, there yeah. yet? There I know him, him and he's like, no. oh my God. Yeah. He's actually a performer Don on Mecca. stage, too. As soon as he said Don Mecca, I was like, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the old stuff. Uh, it was it was it was a great two days. Thank you uh, at Forest Park last year. I, I just remember I will never forget seeing the sun go down as the Black Crows were were playing. It's about it's about making those moments, you know, yeah. making those moments for people, and 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 that's what you know that's what we're hoping for is that you know you don't create a great festival in one year or even two years or three years. It's an ongoing process, and it's a, it becomes this living, breathing thing. And the goal is to just have more people experience what you experience to where it becomes. And automatic every year. Well, of course we're going to Evolution yeah. Festival. It's a, it's St. Louis, Missouri. How can this summer be complete without right. Evolution? Yeah, Festival? I was standing next to Tommy, Tommy, our boss, and I go, "Damn, there's a lot of people here." And I saw a drone flying overhead. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have the drone pictures. We do, yeah. Uh, which I'd love to see. I would love to see those drone pictures. I'll show them uh, to you. But yeah, it was drone flying above. Must have been a cool scene from up above. Uh, and I'm sure you, as a concert promoter and a producer of this thing. You're putting this thing together, and you're thinking, man, nobody's going to show up to this. That's the way I always think about events that we do. Yeah. Who the hell's going to show up to this? Do you feel like Wayne Campbell in Wayne's World 2? Yes. Did you watch that before Evolution Festival last year, and you thought, okay, I'm having the same experience as Wayne Campbell? I did not. I blocked it out of my mind, actually. <laughs> I mean, I had to. But yeah. remember, people showed up to his yeah, show. Yeah, they did. That's people true. showed up to your show, Listen, too. Listen, they, they did, and we can't, we can't thank St. Louis and surrounding areas enough for coming out and supporting us last year and, and hope that everybody had such a great time that they'll come back out and bring five of their friends this time. So that's, you know, for us, it's it's about improving the experience, making more of those moments for the fans. But, you know, we also have to grow the event from yes. a business perspective. Right. Too. And I'm sure you learned a lot from doing it the uh, first year. I mean, uh, pages and pages and pages of things we'd I won't say we we did wrong, but things that we want to improve on for you. Give, give an example. Yeah. Uh, one example is, um, you know, I noticed uh, my partner Steve and I both noticed this that there was a lot of people uh, attending the festival coming from the south, you know, toward 64, mm-hmm. and walking up north to to get to Langenberg Field, and we didn't have a general admission entrance on the south side of the festival site. The the, the general admission entrance was on the north side of the mm-hmm. site by the tennis courts and the visitor center. So people that with general admission tickets were having to walk all the way around the mm. festival site to get to the main entrance. So we said, you know what, we, sh- we can make this easier for people. Let's add a general admission entrance on the south side Great. of the site. So now they have to walk less of a distance to get into the festival. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it, it's, it's not sexy things but it's you're streamlining it's streamlining the process it's you just we have to we ha, we strive to make it perfect for the people that are spending their their hard-earned money to come and, and hang with us yeah okay so let's talk about evolution fest 2024 2024 that's right joe let's get the particulars have you not have you not mentioned anything yet i haven't mentioned i wanted you to mention it oh gosh this is i, I wanted you to mention it all all right well let's, i don't want to mow your lawn it's your show. Let's. It, well, I I will say you, I've always wanted my own show. You have what you have one of my and and Moon saw it was playing. And he, uh, Riz's favorite band. Here we go. Riz Here we go. Is, oh, we've got Riz your favorite is losing band. Losing his mind. Right, well, we'll see where you stop me and tell me that's your favorite band. All right. Starting at the top, we have the Killers. God, I'm telling you, Killers. That's right. Uh, Somebody told me the people in St. Louis wanted to see the Killers. Uh, yeah. I get it. All right. I got. I'm going to stop I get right it. now. Uh, <laughs> It's not the killers, enough. huge. Yeah, that's a good get. That's a great get. That's the right. killers. The killers. Beck. Beck's a good nice. get too. Wow. Exactly. I mean, Beck's a legend, and Beck's and, a legend. We were we were trying for him last year, and the timing didn't work. So mm-hmm. we got him this year, uh, Jane's Addiction. 
There it is. There, there it is. is. I had That's a feeling. my band. I had a feeling it was going to be one of those top three. I just wasn't That's sure. That's my one. band. That's right. That's well, right. With Perry Farrell being at the Evolution Fest, like, are you going to talk to him about Lollapalooza and like how he has like created a festival? Oh, we gonna pick his brain? Well, just talk talk shop with them. I mean, that's kind of cool that I, he's gonna be there. I will talk shop with anybody that wants to talk shop with me because I, you know I've been doing this a long time, over thirty years now, but I am still learning new stuff every day. Yeah. I mean, I really I don't know everything, and I, I I have to keep learning. So. The more people that I can talk to that have experience in the business, I soak it in like a sponge. That's awesome. Yeah. And so Jane's addiction. So if Dave Navarro is back with the band, I'm told he the plan is that he will be back with the original band. lineup. What the original? What Eric Avery as bassist lineup? The, I can't say with 100 percent certainty <sighs> about about Eric. But if if everything Thank goes God I'm not well with sweatpants, Dave, yeah. wow. Because that <laughs> and would again, be things change. I mean, these, <laughs> the thing is, Luke Can Johnson back on the drums. Mm. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> You know, these are people. I know. I, you know this. I know. I, I, I get it. And and you know this because you play in bands. I mean, it, it's like stuff happens in people's lives. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. But yes, the hope they is the hope is, is that the original that's where line it's going of to be. hopefully, that's right. That's hopefully, right. we'll see if that sticks together. Uh, moving on, Blondie. Blondie. I love Are you Debbie a huge Harry. Debbie Harry fan? Yes. So, um, Fair St. Louis was the last time I saw Debbie Harry. I believe, I don't know if it was Blondie or just Debbie Harry, but that in Forest Park. And so, great spot to see her for the first time if you've never seen Blondie. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, they're a legendary, a legendary band. She's a legendary performer. She mm. still looks great and sounds great. So, we're super excited. That's awesome. Um, next up, now Rogers and Sheik. Whoa, Sheik! So everybody, everybody can get a little of their 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 funk on. That's right. That's right. I'm I'm a big fan of of Nile and and you know I I, he, I have so much respect for him as a as a producer. Super well producer. Yeah, Nile Rogers. Exactly. Um, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Damn. Holy crap. Fresh off yeah, three Grammys. Go. Right. Yeah, and right. and an arrest. And an arrest at the, uh, at the, at the Grammys. Grammys. I know nothing about that. I just know he won three Grammys. <laughs> Sounds like a good party. <laughs> um, L King. L King. Fresh off. You fresh know what? Off the Dolly, Dolly Parton, Parton tribute. Yeah. We try we, we try to put those two together on the ad mat so we can just get through the negativity right right at <laughs> once. And never again. No negativity yeah. from no, here. Dude, they bring hey. edge to the festival. That's yeah, all good. That's cool. Yeah. Those are cool points. Hey, listen, Dolly Parton said it was cool. She did. That's right. She it's just cool. got drunk. It's all good. That's, you know, part of, I mean, that not that her, rock one of her roll, big baby. songs is getting drunk? Isn't that Probably. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so. It's top 10 hits. Um, Todd Rundgren. Amazing. Little classic 70s uh, thrown in is there. Is that, uh, I don't want to work. That's, that, yep. yes. Bang on the drum. Bang on the drum all day. Yes. That was okay. in the 80s. Hello, It's Me was oh, the big one yes, in the 70s. Right. It really an influential. Dude, that is the. Pull Liv Tyler's Todd dad at Todd first. Todd Rundgren, uh, Hello, It's Me. Hello. Dude, that's the jam. That's right. It's That's a right. slow jam. It is, but it's, it's a, very, it's very it's yacht classic, rocky. It's a classic sure. one. But yes. listen, we we invite yacht rock, yacht rockers to come. Ain't to nothing Evolution wrong with Festival. that. I mean, come on, it's for everybody. Um, Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. Sunvolt. Nice. Shellville Zone. I mean, it's always nice to have a little uh, local connection on the festival. Uh, and then we get into the meat of the lineup: Robert Finley, S.G. Goodman, His Lordship, Lola Kirk, The Mysterines, Trey Burt, Beachwood Sparks. Sonny War, Billy Tibbles, Chaparral, Pearl Charles, 95 Bulls, The Asteroid Number 4, Schizophonics, Nadine, another St. Louis artist, Daddy Long Legs, Sean Thompson's Weird Ears. Great. Now, you know them? No. <laughs> no, I love their band name, though. I'll check Very interesting. Go, go if you Google uh, on, or go on YouTube and look up Sean Thompson's Weird Ears. I mean, it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Okay. I'm not getting audio out of your computer. For some You're not reason. getting audio? Or are you no. trying to play it? Trying to play Todd Rundgren. 
Hmm. Well, I guess maybe not. Moon it can wasn't, sing it. Wasn't, wasn't meant that. to be. Mm. Wasn't meant to be today. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you got the bands. Let's get the dates, by the way. Dates are September 28th and 29th. We moved it from late August to late September. Cool. Uh, because we didn't want to deal with 110 degree heat, which it ended right. up being perfect the weekend, uh, the Saturday and the Sunday. It did. After the rain on Saturday. But the week leading up to it, where we were actually out there in Forest Park building the site, it was like 110 yeah. in the shade every Brutal. day. And it was it was a Yeah, brutal. actually the rain that 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 morning kind of cooled things down. It did. It, was, it really it was did. Very nice. So you got the music, uh, the cultural experiences. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, lots of lots more in the food area, the the, the beverage area, bourbon. We're adding a, 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 a beer garden as well this year. I mean, St. Louis is a beer town. Mm. We're adding more St. Louis restaurants into the mix. Uh, more in the marketplace. Everybody loved the sort of local artists and vendors in the marketplace. Yeah. We had regional arts commission out there as well with artists. That so, yeah. giant. Uh, it was like a dome tent you guys had in the middle. Yeah, with all the the, the bars and the yes, the drink zone. Absolutely, yeah, it was awesome. That will that will still be there. Yeah. yeah, that was great. I think there wasn't also like the thing that where you could make turn your cash into a little credit card. That was super useful. I saw people using that. Yeah, whatever. it was. It's called a reverse ATM. Yeah, there we there go. We go. Uh. Ah, yeah, that was cool, man. That was a good way to like. We have to let the music speak for itself. Mm. You know the song, Moon? Uh, oh, I mean, Moon, come on. The vibe sounds familiar, but I don't know if I know this song. 1972. You got to get to the chorus. And my panties are going to melt off when he plays this. <laughs> he may not play it, though. I may have to wear Why? Todd Rundgren is one of those guys. He don't play his hits? Well, he plays some, but he doesn't play them all. I was going to wear my fire retardant. Suit. that day. You were. We'll still wear it. We'll have you to send know. him a text to, to make sure. Make sure he plays that he, that he it. Plays yeah, play that song or else you ain't getting paid. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we we are definitely uh, cashless this year. Yeah. So we want to continue to remind everybody, uh, don't bring your cash to the festival. Uh, credit cards, debit cards, Apple Pay, mm. Google Pay. You had a good solution for it, though, I thought. That was cool. Yeah. For well, people that you. didn't listen and came with cash. There's yeah. always, there's put always it in this issue. machine. We'll give you a little temporary debit, and you can use it in the festival. Cool. Surprisingly, though, it, it, it was there were there were not. I know you might have seen some people using it. There were not a ton of people that used it. Huh. It was yeah. Most people listened and understand. Good. Most places are are cashless now. Right. right. Anyway, everybody well. says yeah. Everybody's used to it. So it's not like it's that far fetched. All right. Evolution Fest September 28th, 29th. Uh, the lineup. We're talking the Killers: Beck, James Addiction, Blondie, Nah, Rogers, and Sheik. Killer Mike, L King, Todd Rundgren, Pete Yorn, Sunvolt, and more. Tickets on sale. Tickets on sale Wednesday at 10 a.m. This Wednesday. Evolutionfestival.com. So two-day passes or single day? So two-day passes Right first? now, two-day passes. Uh, single day. Single days will come later in the campaign like we did last year. But um, we will definitely be offering single days later on. But for now, we're focused on on trying to sell weekend only. Well, congratulations. What a great line. Thank you, guys. Thank you for doing this again. Thank you. We loved it last attending. year. Please yeah. come back and oh, hope going. all your listeners come. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. Good. Can we be in the Joe Buck tent? Oh, his cabana. <laughs> yeah, we talked to him about we that did actually. Talk to him. I, I'll let I'll let you ask him that. <laughs> All right, good. Now we're buddies, of course. I know. We're I feel be like we can ask him. Yeah, All right, right, the great Joe Litvak, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Evolutionfestival.com. All right, we'll take a break. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Uh, Moon's got sports next. <clears throat> hey, this.
This is Ben Bailey, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Have fun. Keep laughing. Happy birthday, Riz. Uh, everybody got the text message from AT&T uh, oh, yeah. this weekend? Apologies. Apologies. You got it, Rafe? Oh, you're not. Oh, you're not an AT&T guy. I had no coverage loss. T-Mobile. Thank you, T-Mobile. Scott, you an AT&T guy? I used to be an AT&T guy, and then I got married and turned into the family plan on T-Mobile. Well, listen, I'm a, I was AT&T, and I had no disruption, but uh, my wife did. Mm-hmm. As did I. So tens of thousands of AT&T customers were affected by this massive outage last week when a botched network update kept people from being able to use their cell phones for up to 12 hours. Was AT&T's like, it's not a solar flare. It wasn't terrorism, right. cyber terrorism. This was a botched network update. That's what did it. If you want to believe them. I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, I read the solar flare rumors. I didn't know that they came out and said that it wasn't. Yeah, they came out and said, nope, not a solar flare. Uh, our bad. Our bad. So uh, e customers were, you know, hey, I'm off the grid for 12 hours. I can't use my phone. You better pay me back. Mm. <laughs> like, what? you better pay me. Right. Pro-rate. Pro-rate. And AT&T actually will, will do it. Uh, they will credit uh, everybody uh, five bucks. Huh. Each person will get five bucks applied automatically. Wow. I didn't know that. What's yep. that going to pay for with AT&T? <laughs> like one message? No. Five dollars? You know what? Pessimist. What? Learn. Yeah. I didn't that, even get that text that about may not, five dollars. That, Is that per account or per line? Uh, per family. Uh, yeah. I mean, All they said in my text message was like, hey, sorry about that, chicky. I got Love me and my AT&T. wife. I got me. Yeah, me too. I didn't get anything that said, said that was $5. I, you know, I'm thinking per line. I'm going to say per line. I could you're, be wrong. Gonna I'm going to say, say per line. That's a big difference in my in my that, account. That's like 400 bucks for you. Dude, I got the kids. I got me. I got my wife. I got my mother. Now, they might, they, they may, that may not seem like much, but AT&T says 5 bucks is the average cost of a full day of service. Plus, they probably didn't have to give everything. or I'm sorry, give anything. They didn't have to do it. It's hard to get anything out of uh, companies for service disruptions these days. Like, ah, you know, it's in the terms of service. Not our, not our bad. AT&T said, we recognize the frustration this outage has caused. And uh, know we may, uh, that we let many of our customers down. Uh, they're also taking steps to, quote, prevent errors like this from happening again in the future. They did not elaborate. Hmm. Is it per line? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. It's a good question, Moon. You've got my hopes up now. Good question. I wasn't expecting anything, so it's all a bonus to me. Yeah, I saw the message. Like, okay, all right, <laughs> all, right. all right, all right. How about that, T-Mobile? Mm. Huh? Jealous? <laughs> they gonna switch? <laughs> nah, I was enjoying service. Ah. Oh. Text coming in willy nilly well, all day. Normal day. Normal, <laughs> normal day, huh? Normal day. Huh? No jealousy at all, huh? Mm-mm. Be five bucks richer. Come I, my next bill. I did. Cool. You know how I roll. I got a little nervous, and Riz actually talked me off the ledge because I was like, "Yeah, I'm a little nervous to go home because I had this big old day planned." You know, get ready for the pageant, and you go, and I'm like, "Yeah, what if I have an emergency?" And you're like, "You can, you idiot, you can still call 911 if it's an SOS. If you're in distress, you're yeah. fine." I felt, I, I'm yeah, like, All the, right, and cool. I, somebody explained actually how that works. Like, so, so if your phone's on SOS, um, since it's an emergency, it'll use other services. Mm. 
to put the 911 call through. Yeah, some guy just got saved because, like, his phone had no service, but he was stuck out in the mountains or something like that. And sure enough, he put it on SOS mode, and they were able to find him by a tracker. Yeah, it'll it'll hunt for another service, whatever the strongest service yeah. signal is. That's how they found that guy. That's was the, awesome. the SOS tracker, like, turned on, like, a satellite tracker on his phone. Yeah, Lauren started panicking and go, you got to relax. <clears throat> she started taking her temperature. <laughs> I'm just, I'm very nervous. Okay. <laughs> I like to be, I like, like to be Oh my God, I'm off the grid. I need, where's my thermometer? I have all the things that I need at all times. Blood pressure cuff could go down. Yeah. Yeah. You never... <laughs> I got 15 packs of batteries in my car just waiting. Hey, today is the uh, 12th anniversary on this date. February 26, 2012. Guys, this happened. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. Who do you think you are? I am. Damn it, right. From the great Pete Weber, St. Louis's own. That's right. You know what's funny? When we, so I host Monday Night Metal on Casey still, Monday nights. And I remember whenever we were resurrecting it back, I think management was thinking of having Pete Weber do it. Uh, we were leaving the office one day. Were you with me? We walked out and Pete Weber was in the, in the lobby. He's probably oh, having a I meeting. Know. I don't know if that was me. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember meeting. He was in the lobby and I went, yeah. oh, what oh, do you think my you are? <laughs> you said that to him? Damn yeah. right. <laughs> What'd he say? Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> he was cool, man. Shook my hand. That's great. I haven't washed it since. Cool. Aww. What a wild It's kid. all gross, moldy. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. That's great. That happened 12 years ago today. Who do you think you are? I am. I understand him in that way. Not you, me. <laughs> I mean, that's, for a while. that's unbridled excitement. Yeah. Right there. That's your inner monologue getting out is yeah. what that is. Mm-hmm. Yep. St. Louis Zone, Pete Weber. 12 years ago today, February 26, 2012. It's like the guy on the jinx forgetting he was mic'd up. <laughs> oh, Pete, yeah, Robert Durst. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, it was me. And I was like, he had that moment in bowling where he just forgot he was mic'd up and he just said his inner thoughts. Yep. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Boone, what do we got? Sports brought to you by DraftKings, a casino queen. Call to book your bracket bash. Watch parties at DraftKings Sportbook now. St. Louis City SC fought from a goal down to secure a 1-1 draw against Real Salt Lake in their 2024 MLS opener after a scoreless first half. Oh, cool. 1-1 draw. Real Salt Lake uh, scored the so game's cool. first goal in the 74th minute, and we all hate Rizzuto no, for his soccer true. takes. What was the win probability, Moon? Was it good? Uh, we should have won the game, and we didn't deserve to. Okay. Sam Dineron saved uh, saved the day again. He equalized five minutes later to split the points. City SC's next match will be against Houston Dynamo. Uh, that's tomorrow's second leg of the CONCACAF Champions Cup matchup. The place looked great. <laughs> yeah, another sellout. Another sellout. Another I'm sure sellout. every game will sell out. Uh, saw the flags. Yeah, they need to put together a couple more passes, though, and not look like they did. Uh, on Saturday. Okay, like free passes to get in the stadium? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about passes on the field. Oh, it was, uh, it was, not, it was oh, not a great oh. showing. It was not a great showing. Can we see a little bit of chemistry, please? On Saturday, Duke's Kyle Filipowski suffered a knee injury after a Wake Forest fan collided with him in a scary fast court storming after Wake Forest beat number seven Blue Devils at 83 79. Dude, in the aftermath of the this incident, both coaches discussed courts, uh, co- courts storming 
and neither are fans of it. Recently happened in Iowa's Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Clark incident. She was knocked down by an Ohio State fan immediately after a January 24, uh, 21st loss. Should court storming be banned? Now, I mean, listen, we've all seen it. It happens in college sports, you know, when fans storm the court or storm the field. And a couple times players have gotten hurt in this yeah, particular this situation. The a time. player got hurt. Second time in, in recent uh, Yeah, there was just games. recently, I don't know, uh, I think it was a, a ladies' college game. Yeah, he was, there was a, yeah, yeah, Caitlin yeah, Clark. Yeah, Caitlin Clark. She got knocked She was down. okay, right, though? She was okay, but this dude has suffered a knee injury from this Wake Forest incident. Yeah. So if, if they ban it, Who's responsible? Security, coaches, refs? Like, who, who's going to stop 18,000 people? Uh, what they need to start doing is uh, sanctioning the schools. Mm. Um, maybe a little more security. Mitch. Electrified floors. I'm saying give every, <laughs> floors. give every player a weapon. Oh, yeah, that'll of do Of their it. choice. Yeah, yeah, that's of smart. their choice. Let's, yeah, you get to have, you can swing whatever you want. Of their choice. I would pick the stick with the chain, the metal spike. I'm going machete, <laughs> but that's the, a given. Here's the guy from Duke. <laughs> Anybody like... that storms the floor has to start in the next game. That way the <laughs> college will just get blown out. You storm yeah, the court, be, you're on the team. That would encourage people to. Yeah, but run. what if you get chopped up and then you can't play? Yeah, I'm thinking the weapons thing would be good. I felt a bunch of hits on my body. I, you know, I just, this one was the worst of them, you know, so it's just, like I said, it's just really ridiculous of, of, of how, you know, that situation's handled. I've already heard that there's some videos of, of you know, getting punched in the back, and um, so I absolutely feel like it was personal. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals announced their 2024 Hall of Fame Modern Player nominees uh, with uh, voting to start. I guess it started this last weekend. Uh, Cardinals have nominated four former modern players for the honor, and fans can cast their ballots online for who they think should win. The nominees, the nominations include Steve Carlton, George Hendrick, Matt Morris, and Edgar Renteria. To be eligible for a nomination, the player must have played for the Cardinals for at least three seasons and be retired from Major League Baseball for at least three years. Uh, voting started on the 24th. It ends April 26th. Go to cardinals.com slash HOF. The winner will be inducted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame with the ceremony on September 7th. I don't know who would make it. Scott, who do you think? Uh, sorry, I was reading Matt that. Morris, Renteria. Matt, Matt Morris, Renteria. Uh, Steve Carlton and George Hendrick. I don't know anything about Hendrick. I would Renteria, say Steve Carlton. Yeah, Carlton, I think, and maybe Renteria. Uh, learn. I'm a fan of Hendrick's gin, so I'm going to go with Hendrick. No. Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I'm out of time, and uh, I'm Moon Lester Sports, because that's right, I did it. All right. Who do you think you are? I am. 12 years ago today. That's right. All right, one final break. We'll I come did back. it. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango's next. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, today's wrap-up is sponsored by... Sponsored by Jack in the Box. Jack wraps a little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence only at Jack. All right, so what is today's podcast title? This guy flew a giant shaft. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, we covered it all. Today, yeah, oh, we, we sure did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think giant shaft was like the topic of the day. Well, we lost about a quarter of our audience this morning. Uh, <laughs> 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 and a dumb man raised sex toy. My bad. Learned about the Evolution Fest, which yeah, is coming up cool. in uh, September uh, okay. with the Killers and Back to Jane's Addiction. Uh, what else? I mean, yeah. Nowhere to go but up. Yep. Mm -hmm. I sneeze like 30 times. It's great. All Things good. are good. Happy Monday, Things guys. Things are good. All right, Moon, what else? 
Uh, you know, can you feel the punk tonight tickets coming up May 11th? Uh, other than that, man, I don't know. Oh, I dropped a new uh, episode about a Silverburst, a 1981 Silverburst Les Paul that we used on our second record uh, on the Story of the Gear channel. Check it out. Other than that, I'm cool. Learn. Yeah, just follow Story of the Gear. It's a really cool channel on YouTube. And um, yeah, that's all I got. Great. Follow me on Story of the Gear. <laughs> it's a channel on YouTube where I talk about all the cool instruments I play. Yeah. And uh, it's really cool, man. And uh, you guys know I'm multi talented. Yeah. Your skin flute episode was just oh, over so otherworldly, right? It's so good. I know. It's like, <laughs> they tried to take that down. It's so I shiny. Played, believe it? I know. <laughs> Used it on every record. <laughs> King Scott. Yeah. No, I started a new YouTube channel where it's the fanboys of Story of the Gear. So follow that one. We're doing a whole, we break down every video that Moon does, and it's very exciting. And it's the fastest growing show on YouTube. Love yeah, it. check it out. And uh, follow my new YouTube channel where I react to King Scott reacting wow. to yeah. me playing Story of the Gear. <laughs> All right. Um, too much fun, guys. I know. We gotta leave. So much fun. Uh, today's Team Riz Remember the Day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. St. Louis is home for Blues Hockey. From St. Louis, Jessica Quest is out. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.